You ready to smash some meat together until we produce a couple of genuine wrestle boys? We grew up thousands of miles apart, but on the same street corner of dystopia and atrocity, where we both learned at the same time he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. But the sword is just a metaphor for violence. He who dies by the violence lives for the violence. He who lives for the violence learns to love the violence. He who loves the violence learns to crave the violence. He who craves the violence learns to lust for the violence, and he who lusts for the violence learns to bring forth the violence. He who brings forth the violence learns to be the violence. He who is the violence becomes the author of pain. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Matt. I'm Derek. I'm Isai. I'm Zach. I'm pretty sure you must be either Akam or Razor. I'm the author uh, of pain. I'm Paul London. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name was. Paul, what, what was his name? Ellering? Paul Ellering, that's Paul, me. Paul, Paul Who's London Paul London? Weird. Who's he, Paul London? He's a, he's a wrestler. That's what I thought. He sounded more like, uh, I don't know, Corey Taylor. I don't know how to do an Armenian or uh, what, Albanian accent. I don't know how to do that. You don't got to do probably, an Yeah, probably good that you don't. But they they delivered the whole promo in Albanian. And I was just- Oh, wa- cool. Dude, I was watching. I was just like, that's the most badass shit I've ever fucking heard. It and really those was. were what they were- That's what they were saying? That's yeah. what they were saying. No one heard that in English? It was just on like subtitles. Oh, okay. I love that, that's by the way. Yeah. And yeah. also, it just makes them sound like fucking Dude, I'm like, badasses. what the fucking it coolest was, tag team? It was so good. Yeah. And whatever word- in Albanian is violence is like sounds really awesome and they just kept yeah. like, repeating that totally it, like it has like a rolled R in it and it Ooh. sounds really cool hell yeah. yeah um well yeah that was uh, a promo that was on the season premiere of season Monday premiere Night Raw. Raw. but before we get into that you're listening to us on the eavesdrop podcast network <laughs> Uh, check out the network at ease-drop.com or jizz.biz that's the preferred way to get there Get those get those clicks up. Yep. Um go to bit.ly slash merch boys, Russell Boys merch. Wear a shirt. Buy a shirt. And Zach made a real website. Yeah, go to bit.ly forward slash Derek's trunk. And I oh. asked if he wanted a picture of my ass for it, and he said he already had one. And I don't know how. Well. Well, yeah, well you know what? Mr. you know, mystery I and variety. Work on the, the internet. Sick. <laughs> variety is the spice of life. I do got butt pics on the internet. It's called Derek'sButt.com. Derek's butt. Spice is the spice of life. Bit.ly slash Derek'sButt.com. <laughs> Bit.ly slash spice. <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of that, you guys want to uh, rip on this spice that I bought? Yeah. Yeah, we could get How that. old is it? Because they don't make that shit anymore. Do yeah, they? I bought it in 2008. Oh, Fuck yeah. And we could share it. The one time I ever smoked spice, it was in a, uh, it was rolled up with a clove cigarette. <laughs> Oh, really? So that's the worst experience of Hell my yeah. life. I smoked spice with my buddy uh, under this bridge in Caldwell. And nice. then we went to the bridge. Who was the song. buddy? I think, that, I think they might pick that up. It was my buddy uh-huh. Theo. I love you, Theo. And that, that shit's legal. You could smoke it. Um, uh, the one time I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers, they did not play under the bridge. That's like the... What? Like, I thought you were going to say the one time you saw Red Hot Chili Peppers, that you were high on spice. With Theo. No, I was there with my dad. I was 17, and there were a bunch of couples like grinding on each other Sick. during Red Hot Chili Peppers next to us. 
I like weird. I honestly like that song. I that song's fine. Uh, let me finish my story though. Okay. I went to Carl's. under the sea. I went to Carl's, but and then we went to Carl's Jr. Sick. I also like the Red the Hot end, Chili Peppers was that song. And the your story was just the Carl's Jr. part. <laughs> yeah, you probably saw Miguel there. Uh, no, it was my friend Jose who was in the same class as me. Uh, and uh, I was just staring up at the you know the menu for a long time, and he was like, "Are you gonna order something?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I, I I I dabbled in spice, and one time a friend. A close personal friend. Who? I said my friend's name. Uh, Andrew Murphy. Oh, Murphy. Murphy. Um, I we were, Joel. Well, no, me and him just did it. And it was fine. It was like the first run where it was still just kind of like weed. Well, this the second run of it after they kind of banned some chemicals. They're like, we'll just fucking put, we'll just put Four Loco in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, he took some that me and Joel had. And he thought he was going to die and came to terms on our way to Washington like to play some shows. Then another time I took it waiting for Joel to come home so we could just hang out and do that together. And I, it was also had salvia in it. That'll do it, dude. I, mm. I got transported to a different world when I did I, salvia. Um, at my old house, crazy. I, my back door was like, connected to my room. So I did it outside the back door, walked in, fell on my bed, and then just wa- I watched the fan go, like yeah. my ceiling fan, and I could pick out one. It was so slow. Yeah. I couldn't move for 30 minutes, and I got up and I ate a whole pizza. Nice, dude. Sick. That sounds crazy. Salvia is not to be trifled with. That shit's fucking crazy. And, th- and then I walked across the street and stared at a Jack in the Box sign because I said I told myself that the light was the only thing keeping me on the planet. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. then I walked back inside, and then Joel came home. I'm like, dude, you gotta try this. <laughs> <laughs> That's just crazy. I've never done drugs. I'm a Christian. Good, 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 good. No, good. the one time, the first time I ever smoked weed, I um, I was 24 years old. Um, I, oh yeah. No, actually, no, maybe older. I was older than that. Because um, I didn't break edge till I was 25. Um, 10 years strong. 10 years strong, damn. Uh, Four years strong. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Bought a bing with a pipe, huh? Roderick strong. Nice. Oh, yeah. I uh, took, grabbed, we were camping. I grabbed a bag of Doritos for the weekend. And um, yeah, that's Oh, a, not, that's a joke. Not if Mary Jane's on that trip. <laughs> yeah, I got very high. And was like, I don't know if I'm just acting high because I think this is how people are supposed to act when they're high, or if I'm high. And I was like, you're fucking high, right? If you mm-hmm. have to ask that question, if you ask that question, you have you're to high. Say, that, yeah, that question is just like, oh yeah, you're high. Mm-hmm. I kept putting my hand in the bag of chips, and then my hand disappeared, and I didn't know where it was. And then every time I found it, a chip came out. Yeah, it sounds like you were really high. Yeah, that sounds it, fun as shit. It's fun. Uh, I love that. I love that. Marijuana. Uh, yes. <laughs> um. No, not here where it's illegal. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't ever do drugs. Uh, I only would do it if it is legal in the state that I am currently in. Yeah. And I w- yeah, me too. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, you just said wink. I'm more of, I'm more of a four loco guy. <laughs> uh, that's true, and that's legal everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Except for that time it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. After they changed it, of course. Wrestling happened this week. Yeah. It was a big week. It wrestling was, is still oh, happening I, this week. <laughs> that's, that's true. I didn't I didn't know there was wrestling this week, guys. What's oh. wrestling? We haven't even watched SmackDown yet. That's that's that is kind of weird. Oh, seeing as I know. this seeing I'm as so confused. Seeing as we're recording this the day before SmackDown airs. We're uh, gonna probably rethink our recording schedule, but also we may not, so fuck you. Well, I mean, what, what do you got? Just make a fucking wild prediction. We'll see who's closest. What do you think is gonna happen on the season premiere of SmackDown? Uh John Cena's gonna win everything. Okay. That's I a miss good one. him. That's the, good. The uh, Rock The Rock's gonna show up and be like the most captivating person, and then it's just gonna make everybody else seem a little less. That I, is not a wild prediction. I hope that he wins the twenty four seven title by the Rock? Carmella. Oh, <laughs> I love that. That's a good wild prediction. I mean, the Rock's gonna introduce the Usos coming back, right? 
No, he's just there to just, just to, to be the rock. rock. Set his name on fire with a flamethrower. Yeah, and then also cool. to set those ticket prices up like a hundred percent. Apparently, yeah. aftermarket ones too. Yeah, they just spiked up and like twenty three percent of like this one site's. Um, it's like an aftermarket place. Like all their sales came like right after they um did like announced the rocks like boom like twenty three percent lift like Dude, right then. And you there. Gotta, who's not going to go see the rock, especially if he's like the rock? You know, not not nice Dwayne from the interviews. I don't know if this is a wild prediction. N- not moderate Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is a wild prediction, but I'm going to predict Kofi retains. I like that prediction. I was gonna I'm going to make a wild prediction and say that Brock is going to uh. Brock's gonna uh, break one of his. Uh, he's fingers. gonna. He's gonna eat Kofi. He's wrestling Pete Dunn. No, no, not like in an intentional way. He might slip and fall and break one of his fingers. It's a wild prediction, but if it happens, oh my god! Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, true. And by the time you're listening to this, you'll know. Yeah, maybe. How maybe. crazy we'll is that? See, we'll see how quickly. How crazy is the future, there. huh? The future's wild. The future's oh, now. Um, I have to ask Kushida. Shane McMahon yeah. is gonna beat Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens is is gonna be gone forever. Kevin Owens AEW confirmed. I get that. I get that. Kevin Owens is dead long Actually, with Kevin Steen. He would he would go to... Oh, yeah. God, you sound like the fucking people at the Bam Bam show. Well, Mac Bam Bam. Yeah, when <laughs> Zach Bam. and I went to a... Mac Bam Bam. Mac Bam Bam. My brother and my brother and me podcast, there were these people behind us. Very nice until they're like, who's your favorite wrestler? I was like, I don't know, probably Kevin Owens. They're like, you mean Kevin Steen? Ew. And I was like, yeah, that wasn't great. You're ruining wrestling. It's like, no, I mean Kevin Owens. <laughs> To be fair, our group was more annoying hey. than by the end of the night. So I had a long conversation about that last night. It was funny. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, it really that bad? Like with the uh, they with didn't one? release the episode. I don't think it's necessarily that, but it could be that. Well, who knows? That's what I'm going to blame it on. I'm an asshole. Sorry. I'm going to blame it on the rain. Nice. Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. Well, should we get into... Uh... Let's get into the biggest news of the week. Monday Night Raw <laughs> season premiere. <laughs> Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, <laughs> who Ric Flair, I thought, was legit looking for a shoot fight with Hogan. That uh, would have been dope if And that I think happened. kind of he was. I think he was drunk as hell, yes. for one. 100%. God, right? He seemed drunk. If, had to have been. If they had a real fight and like everyone thought it was a work and they just beat the shit out of each other... I thought he was maybe on uh, cocaine. One of them would have died. I thought Ric Flair might have been on cocaine because he would not shut the fuck up and stop moving. And you, I have not seen that much life out of Ric Flair in how many years? Oh my god, it was yeah, weird. It was really weird. It was. It seemed obvious to me that both of them were given scripts where they were the one that was made to look better, mm-hmm. but those scripts didn't line up and weren't like, and they were different. And so they went out there each presenting the script that they were given. And it's not the, like it, it didn't make no fucking sense. It really didn't, and and it was. It's always super weird. I mean, it's super weird for Ric Flair to like to watch these two old guys bring up like past paychecks and stuff. Like my paychecks maybe never were big as yours, or like he brought up money a few times, and it's just like I thought you well, were the Rick, fucking that's style. His whole thing. Well, but, no, Ric Flair's like notoriously been broke a lot. Yeah, but because that's the thing, his whole gimmick is, and I'm not expecting fucking ninety thousand year old Ric Flair to keep kayfabe, but his whole gimmick is that he's fucking. Wheeling, dealing, fucking kiss, stealing, limousine riding, styling, profiling. And that's a, why he's poor. Also, like four ex-wives did it. That'll do, and that will do it. And yeah. and uh, medical uh, bills will they'll devastate you. But uh, fucking tell me about it, especially <laughs> when you don't have insurance. Yeah, yeah. fucking tell me about yeah, it. Man. <laughs> well, quit getting swine flu then. I'll try. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. <laughs> it was the swines. Yeah. Novo was the first one to get it. That piece of shit. Wow, Novo. And it's did, not even. It's not even the reason he's a piece of shit. But yeah, uh, there's yeah. a lot of other reasons. Did, did you get it from Huskus? I don't know who that is, but H- sure, Huskus the pig. Is he the swine? 
don't know who that is. He's a puppet? From Firefly Funhouse? He's a, he's a oh, puppet. Oh, I don't know that's his name. Mm-hmm. The pig's name is Huskus. No, that's uh, great. After Husky Harris. Yeah. Let's get into Raw. Let's do it. Let's do it. What happened? Big stuff happened. Authors um, of Pain, we already went over that. Jerry Lawler is really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was funny. I heard was, he didn't get offensive. So, he wasn't offensive. I thought he was fine. But it was super. It's, he was super intentionally not offensive. You could tell there were times there where he was, was like, I want to say something. There some was shit. a moment where he was like, he said, I don't even remember what it is, but he said, like, my first favorite thing is this, and I'm not going to say what my second favorite thing is. And it's like, you were trying to say something about your wrist right there. And this, I want to say puppies. Right? And I think Big, I say Big Joseph I thought was really good. Big Joseph was really good. And he made some sort of joke at one point where uh, it, it wasn't dirty, but it's like it, had Jerry said it, maybe it would have felt that way. And so he's like, well, you said it, not me, Vic, or whatever. Like, I, what? The thing that bothered me was just like he has this one staple he goes to, which is, oh, I talked to this person backstage, and they said this to me. And it's like. That makes no fucking sense. Like, you're just trying to, like, interject story into this that makes no sense. He's yeah. doing it with Becky a ton. Like, oh, Becky, you promised you wouldn't do this. And then a minute later, he's like, well, she promised she promised that you wouldn't do it until after the match was done. Hey, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, it's like, what? So what, what you, you went and, about? You went and sat down with her and was like, what are you going to do? I, <laughs> like, Becky didn't. Becky wouldn't talk to you. She, doesn't wanna, yeah. she does not want to talk to you, Jer. Um, I didn't watch Monday Night Raw, but I watched a three-hour documentary about Mick Foley. That's and, good stuff too. Um, a better choice. There was a funny scene where, like, when he was the general manager, he was talking to someone. I don't remember which wrestler, but he was like talking about how much he loved puppies and he wanted to see puppies. And then he pulled out two stuffed puppies. Was it Deborah? Because that was like his. <laughs> it like, was someone with co-commission or whatever boobs. Deborah. Deborah. Uh, Did so, it show him uh, when his office what, was in the, in the bathroom? Oh yeah. Was, oh, yeah. was she a a blonde like in like a business suit? Yes. That's Deborah. Okay. Deborah McMichael. Hmm. The former wife of Mongo. <laughs> oh. Um. Anyway, back to Raw. So the crazy. So the, the craziest thing that sticks out in my mind is that Rey Mysterio's son was murdered by Brock Lesnar. That motherfucker can sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really did. Walter. Uh. Yeah. Walter. Mm-hmm. Small Walter. Smalter. <laughs> uh, ah. Smalter. Uh. Yeah. Um, Brock <laughs> threw him a hundred feet in the air with, with a couple suplexes. I think he was gonna like do an F five. But then, like he like got him up too high, so he just kind of came crashing down. Yeah, because Rey Mysterio had won the match the week prior to face Seth out on Monday yeah. for the title. So Rey comes out and he's like, "I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my my son, my family." Brock comes out, uh, you know, smashes Ray, murders Ray for sure, and then goes down, staring down Dominic. Dominic like sits down, like I'm not fucking with you, dude, and then Brock reaches over the barricade, pulls Dominic out, and just fucking beats the shit out of him. So like he's so Dominic's learning. Oh yeah. Well I mean, he's already been to, he's already been trained by Lance Storm. He did some training like with like Pentagon and like and of guys course with from his Mexico father. and then like with Ray. And so like when he was selling it was like like you actually like you're like, oh shit, like this guy can get sympathy. Like he fucking yeah. has this mind already for it, the business. It, like Pretty much every time that Brock has done this, like, just destroy someone thing, people do, like, the one more time chant. This, like, did it. They finally made Brock a heel again Wow! by going after Dominic because people weren't chanting that. People were, like, they were booing not him. into it. Yeah. And, like, Ray sold the shit out of it. He was, like, for real, looked like he was crying. The, the little subtlety they had, and I love this, and this is a Heyman thing because they never would have done this before. There's two things, actually. Number one, when they got Dominic into the ambulance... And then they close the door, and then Ray takes off, takes his, off mask. his mask. They didn't draw attention to it, but it's like one of these things. That, like I love it. I love that too. Because mm-hmm. it's like, 
oh, this wasn't part of the show. Like, Brock did this. This is awful. And then during the first match, you heard the ambulance uh, siren go off. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's cool. Yeah, and it's like these little subtleties. It's like, oh, like it kind of makes adds that realism. Adds Mm -hmm. like, you know, hey, we're here for wrestling, but that was different. Yeah, like they they also had Ray in like ultimate babyface mode. He was wearing the the fucking phantom mask from Halloween Havoc. Oh, yeah, wearing a jacket with. Um, him and Eddie from Halloween Havoc on it. Oh like, wow! And when smart. when Brock yeah. suplexed both of them in the ring, they both went fucking flying. Yeah, it's like he threw them because that's what he does when he suplex. Like he doesn't just let like them go up. Right. But then they also went up for it. So uh-huh. it's like both of them just got like thrown across uh-huh. the ring. Yeah, like Dominic is big. He's like six two, and he's like a. I mean, he's he's mini, bit th- he's bit thick. He's mini Walter. Yeah. Like, and he like flew in through the air. Um. Do you think that? When Rey Mysterio t- retires, if Dominic does end up wrestling, is he going to be Rey Mysterio Jr. Jr.? Uh, it's possible. Well, because Rey Mysterio isn't, isn't Jr. anymore, because that's actually been passed down to a guy in Mexico. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, really? It's, yeah, but he could be El Hijo de. I Rey would Mysterio. like that because Vince doesn't like juniors, even though he is a junior. I think that's why. <laughs> yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if he passed on the mask of like, he's, this is like Rey Mysterio. And Rey yeah. Mysterio was Tiger Mask in Japan, right? No, he was Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Then why do they call the 619 a tiger mask? No, it's a tiger, tiger faint kick. It's because Tiger Mask in, invented the move. Rey Mysterio oh, took. Oh, okay, okay. Adopted it. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's called the tiger. He he didn't use it as like a finisher. It was diff- like a different move. It was like he'd fake, fake someone out and then kick them with it. Okay. Just like he adopted Eddie Guerrero's son, Dominic. Yeah, and um, Eddie Guerrero was Black Tiger, which okay, was Tiger okay. Mask. Yeah. Uh, Arch Nemesis. And I think that's when I forgot who was. It was not, wasn't Sayama because he was already done in the eighties. It may have been Masawa. Maybe I can't. I can't. Remember. I always forget who the third fucker is. Yeah, who's Tiger Mask? There's there's one Tiger Mask that's also like was Tiger Mask the longest, but is the least famous. I think that's number four. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, sorry, I keep interrupting the podcast. I love keep it on track. I love that kind of stuff. So don't worry. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm trying to think of what else really that happened was, on Raw. That was really fucking cool. Um, Let's talk about some of the presentation changes. Uh, Tony Hawk Tony Pro Hawk, Skater. Tony Hawk Raw. Pro Skater I, ramp. I love the way that the the entrance ramp looks because it's like one giant screen, it's one giant quarter pipe, which I actually thought was really distracting. But I get it. I'll get used I, to I, it. I think it'll look really good once they have everyone's Trons like formatted I, for formatted it. for it because not everyone's yeah, was Ray's included. Okay, do you want to know whose Tron would have looked the sickest there? It's TJP's. Oh yeah, because he had like the, the entry game. ramp. Like, yeah. Anyways, oh yeah. Like his stuff that was actually cool. really like they did a great job. Like with all of his like beginning stuff, and then they dropped the ball. And then also it's TJP. Yeah. yeah. Um, Pyro is back. Yeah. Oh, in a big fucking way. Yeah. Big he way. started off the show looking like a fucking episode of Nitro. Here is thirty thousand dollars in Pyro, dude. Seriously, and Go. and some fucking loud smoke machine for Becky's. Entrance. Yeah, they need to figure out uh, where the mic placement is for her, for her entrance next time. It was it like was I, had so to turn, I had to turn my TV. To, it was louder than anything else that happened on the episode. <laughs> but it, it just it felt it felt bigger. How did Skillet song sound? Uh, bad. I mean, better than like a lot of the other type, better than like, the Nickelback one. Better, I thought there honestly was, that song. I think, it's the most wrestling. It's the most. It's the most wrestle rock song besides Judas. It, yes, it was good. I so I like the song just fine for what it is. I there's a lot of and good for them, but there's a lot of skillet promo in the opening video. Yeah, for that Raw. was weird. Hell yeah, and that part I'm not the biggest. Like, I saw probably the the deal that they did they got mm. to make it cheaper for them. I it's like I saw these fuckers inside of the expo item 
Idaho building yep. on an anti-Halloween Jesus concert when I was 13. Awesome. But that was great. Oh yeah, it was actually pretty cool. I was I was very into Skillet when I was a little oh, thirteen yeah. year old. That's person. how I. Oh yeah, when oh, yeah. I was when I was in fifth grade, my favorite band was POD. Hell yeah, it's a very important band to me. I mean, also oh, yeah. did speaking of Rey Mysterio, did his entrance at a oh, wrestling yeah, yeah Booyaka, Booyaka. That's sick. Um, yeah, I I do think it's better than the last song. Um, but that Which might... one was the last song? Or is that was that the SmackDown? Oh, that was the SmackDown song. That's the one that's ingrained in my head. The one that's ingrained in my head is "Tonight Is the Night." That was the first CFO Money yeah. Sign song, mm-hmm. and then also when it was Papa Roach. I just wanna be, wanna be loved. Oh yeah, I, mean, I, I like that one. That was my favorite. I mean, when no, I, when across I was... the nation, and then the two like. That like that band Union Underground like in the like ruthless aggression era of or um, beautiful people by Marilyn Manson. Oh, that's right. Smackdown. That was Smackdown in two thousand two. And then for some reason, Smackdown also was the Green Day song. Now you're out of me. Now you're out of me. Yeah. Weird. Um, They've always been ahead of the curb. The um. (laughs) You mean way behind? The the (laughs) Attitude Era. Like did it. That's the best one. Oh yeah, with barrels on fire, just wrestle rock. Fuck yeah, we're gonna get Scott Ian from Anthrax was playing guitar for it. We're gonna get into this later, but you know what song's bad? The AEW one. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. They need somebody new on their music, and we'll get into it. Not not their dad. I just I love the fucking like juxta. I was tweeting about this this week. The juxtaposition of the the WWE theme songs right now because it is skillet. Slipknot and ACDC. But Skillet and Slipknot is in a similar world. But still Skillet, very different. Skillet tours with like Stone Sour, probably. This, well, they, I, know no, they, that, I know they tour with Nickelback because I've seen that quite no, a few times. The, um, like Skillet, ACDC, and Slipknot seems like it'd be like on Download Fest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But like on different nights. Yeah. Yep. Yep. At least uh, it's on the same festival. <laughs> different stages, same festival. Yeah, and that band that does the 205 Live. Because I saw them now at Warped Tour. War. That sounds cool. awful. One of them was wearing like a weird like fucking like. What band is it? It's uh, Fuck. It's like from Ashes n- to New. That sounds bad. I, I was waiting to watch Cruel Hand on that same stage and they were playing. Um, since Cruel we're, Hand was sick. Since we're, since we're in this uh, downstate, uh, we watched an acoustic performance of, was it the All Out song? No, it was the Mrs. Who's uh, we? The Mrs. theme Me, song. Me, Isai, and Brady. Yeah. When we watched wrestling for 12 hours one day. Was it good? No. <laughs> what? I came to play. Oh, Jesus Christ. And just people play. walking with like potluck food in the background <laughs> at a radio station. Oh, I, shit, dude. That's I, how you, know you do what, it. Man, I play to came, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what else happened on Monday Night Raw's War? Um, Cedric and AJ had a great match, but sure, yeah, yeah, sounds sounds about right. Yeah, it's like sounds like every single week in <laughs> Raw for a while. Yeah, and I mean AJ won again. Um, apparently they're doing like this slow push with like uh, Cedric. It's almost like a Tommy Dreamer ass. Like you're gonna see him; he's gonna get close, but then they're gonna take it from him. Then one day he'll finally get it, and there'll be big old fucking celebration. Yeah, well, I know we got into ECW last week, but Tommy Dreamer didn't want to win. No, he never. He know. never want. He wanted since he never got a shot. He didn't want to win the title at all. I never wanted to win. Me, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy. Um, one more question. Anyway, uh, um, so what this questions is like, do you have for me, Matt? It's me, Tommy Dreamer. Oh, I don't, Tommy. I really don't have any. Tommy, I'm gonna Tommy, be here Tommy. on the podcast. Tommy, I don't, I don't have any questions for you though. I didn't prepare anything. One time, I ate forty dollars worth of White Castle. 
Um, was it good? I was shitting tan for a week. Were oh. you with RVD? Um, no, Ooh. he was with Raven. He was it's very like, hey, this, hey, that. No, I just eat a lot of fast food. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like it. That's me, Tommy Kramer. Yeah, hey, Tommy, thanks for... I was, uh, Tommy. I was in the office for WWE for a while. Uh, you know one thing that, Tommy, that I do love about you is how much uh, you love your dogs and your family. I love my dogs and my family. That's a good, that's a good thing. Dogs and Beulah. The good thing, Tommy. ECW. Yep. Good I'll stuff. take them both because I'm hardcore. Yeah, no, it's good, man. Thank you, sir. Can I have another? <laughs> uh, so this is the go home show before heck in a sec. Yes. And Helena So. Oh, is that how it's pronounced? Yes. Uh, I, I, it did not feel like that. No. It did not feel like that one well, iota. It's because it's not supposed to. That's good then. They. That's because they booked uh, three matches so far. Yeah, we'll get but, into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll Smack, get into the three. SmackDown, they're gonna announce more tomorrow. I'm assuming. Yeah, they have to. Um, so, but like, yeah, so Bray Wyatt and Seth did some business. So Ray was supposed to go up against Seth. Ray was obviously what? out of connection. And then we had that weird Miz TV with Hogan and Flair just being. It was so fucking it was so weird. Hogan like, just being like he just being fucking hot dog Terry, just business Terry, uh, announcing that they're running back the uh, the Impact Staple Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Flair. The thing that impacts for the Saudi Arabia show, which cool, Great. awesome. I will awesome. say that Orton being like Seth, if you can pull your head out of Hogan's ass, yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> is Seth on Team Flair? No, he's no, on Seth Team is on Team. He's what? the first member of Team Hogan. Oh, no, no, sorry, I meant Randy. Randy's on Team, Team Flair. Flair. Okay, okay, and so you is know, King they, Corbin. Basically, yes. hell yeah, they that's like my team. Announce like Seth being on Team Hogan is like, oh, Hogan, Seth's a cop. And then they announce Orton as the team, the captain for Team Flair. It's like, oh, another cop, cop, the <laughs> cop. Uh, yeah, and then King Baron with his broken throne. Aww. That was funny. Was yeah. that a shoot? It, yeah, yeah. It, it, it shoot broke. Shoot broke on him, and and they Orton, just had to stand there on the stage Orton for like thirty minutes, laughing so fucking hard. Yeah, I love I, I love corpsing Orton. Mm. I love Orton like like being an SNL character, breaking like yeah, he's Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Yeah. Um. So that happened. Uh, war raid. What uh, war machine? Want to call them war? Boys. I saw, Viking I always, machine. I Viking experience. Ca- Viking machinery. War <laughs> experience. They had a good match against Carl Anderson and Gallows again. Sick. Oh, yeah, again, yeah. that's just been happening a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won again. Well, at least they're fighting someone besides jobbers. Hey, it's a good time. No, they're not. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Becky went and sat in on a match with. She just sat in the Sasha ring? and Alexa. Sasha and Alexa. She was at commentary, uh, just avoiding, just avoiding Jr. The Jerry King Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> just coming, Becky. You say you wouldn't do this backstage. You promised me. It's like Jesus, Jerry. <laughs> She's like, st- yeah. It, that know, match it, was I, that match was whatever. I didn't like. It was in service of Becky getting up in uh, Sasha's face. It, it, it was fine. It's funny that they use Alexa for something like that. Yeah, because yeah. they usually protect her, right? Yeah, and Nikki's there to be used for but, that. But I mean, that, she's a tag team champion, so she has to get buried by the singles division. That's the WWE rule. It's it's not even like just a tag team. It's just if you're a champion, Vince thinks that you can lose because you have a belt, so you're automatically still okay. Yeah, hmm. not really. It's like that's not that's a little backwards. Uh, but other than that, it was fun. It's like I like the new logo. I think it feels old school. Um, I like the pyro. I really hope. Jerry Lawler's kind of just a transitionary uh, sort of commentator. He's supposed for this to be a team. I'm going to give some 
Props to Lawler and the fact that he, he, he did good. He seemed the like when things need to kind of get pressed and moved. He understands wrestling so much for being like the only champion in Memphis for the last forty years. That is yeah. that is true. That well, he he knows how to move the storylines forward. Where Deal Madden is like on his fucking fourth week of commentary. Yeah, yeah, he's and, brand new. And and Vic Joseph is like gonna try to settle into this fucking role of being the new lead commentator, being like, Michael Cole. Yeah. So Matt, so Madden hasn't done this before. No, he's okay. on two hundred five live he over was, the last few weeks. He but was about to go on like the NXT Florida loop, and they're like, "No, nah, man, you're going to Madison Square Garden. You're shit. now a commentator for two hundred five. Oh, well, that's cool because like I I was noticing that he really was really quiet, but that makes so much more sense. That I'm he, he's finding his rhythm. He did something in gaming before that, like he's, esports. No, he's a streamer, but he's uh, oh okay. former so, NFL player. Yeah, and he's oh. six foot fucking six or yeah, whatever. He's huge, and he's he been on so up up young. down down. He is. He's like in his twenties. Okay, yeah. he, so he was, didn't have a long career. But. So and um, so was he training to wrestle? And then they just were like, "Nope, you're gonna commentate now." Yep. Okay. Honestly, I mean, honestly, probably longer career for it's him. a better job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you probably don't make as much money. I was, I was thinking about that. He's gonna be more taken care of because now he's an employee. Yeah, mm. I was thinking about that. Like, refs, good refs work really hard and do really well. They don't, and they're important, but they don't make nearly as much money as the rest. Oh, right? sure, sure. No, they'll make good money, and again, it's career longevity. Like Drake Younger, Drake, the real tan NXT rep, and yeah. popping up now in main roster stuff. He um, tried out and ended up getting an offer as a rep, but it's like probably way better on his body. He was a yeah. death match guy. He was in his thirties, and he gets to probably now ref for like the next 20 something years where he definitely wouldn't have been able to wrestle yeah for that long well and look at red shoes and again charles robinson he's again been you end up ever. as an employee yeah mm-hmm. you actually mm-hmm. are part of the machine Health insurance and bennies mm-hmm. so like being i'd rather be a fucking commentator yeah. than a performer because then you're actually a fucking <laughs> employee of yeah. the bed yeah. they can't just fire you that's why like guys like otunga still come around because they can't just let you go you're actually you have to go to human resources. Jimmy Jacobs was actually talking about all this with R.D. Evans. Really mm. interesting stuff. Also, Seth Rollins on Jimmy Jacobs' podcast was surprisingly a uh, really uh, like in-depth, good conversation. Oh, I, I love Jimmy Jacobs' podcast. If you like really weird podcasts by a guy who's done a lot of drugs, and you could tell yeah. he's... He just likes talking yeah. about life and like weird you know Buddhist stuff, and that's cool. You can tell he's been to rehab. Is what I'm yeah, for sure. Uh, but... Yo, we gotta talk about these Wednesday night wars. No, no. what? What are you else we gonna talk about? Uh, the Hell ending. Oh my god, the, the ending end, of Raw. The ending of so Raw. So Rusev wanna, came out to help Seth. Talk about, the, I don't want to talk about it. So to help Seth Rollins, um, how, when how Corbin did Rufus? Rufus. Rufus looks so good. <laughs> Rufus, Rufus looked great. Look, Rusev looked fucking great. Bro, uh, hold on. This cuck angle doesn't make any sense. It's not necessarily cuck angle yet. It is. It's not. It's. Uh, it's, it's not. A, okay. I guess we don't know their arrangement. It, yeah, exactly. It's an affair angle. It's Rusev different. is not into it. It's not a cucking angle. Okay, by definition, it does the man have to be into it? Or I think, yeah, yeah. I think a that's man, what a cuck. That's the definition well, of. I a, was led to believe that a cuck is a man who's been cheated on. No, no. I, well, a cuck okay. is a man who's not man enough to fuck his wife, so he likes watching someone wow. else fuck his wife. Wow, um, Drick. Well, a cuckold is a man who has been cheated on. Yeah, yeah. The. The newer version, the all right, is, cuck. A cuck. It's is, all you snowflake liberals. Yeah, <laughs> is you know, finish. a person that is in that's their fetish is being cuckolded. Oh, I see. I see. So I'm literally correct. 
So yes. if you if you go, I'm the, urbanly correct. You're modern day correct. My internet correct. My super basic white person favorite movie, The Royal Tenenbaums. There's a line where. Bill Bill Murray says you've made a cuckold of me because he's been cheated on. Yeah, yeah. So that's my why friend I Mike Brand has a really funny story about being an accidental cuck, but I'll let him tell it one day. <laughs> one accidental day. cuck, it would be a good punk band name. Yeah, yeah. It's my new. <laughs> thanks for coming to our show. Uh, I. But okay, so let me explain right, this for everybody. Go. Come on. Yeah, I didn't watch it. So Rusev right. came in and saved the day Ooh, for handsome. Seth Rollins, who was getting beat up by Corbin and Orton that is when so they announced weird. the teams. And then he had an interview later saying, I did this because now he owes me one. And what I want is a universal title match. Fuck. Which is the belt on him. Which is a a good thing. I understand it. It's an easy storyline to get into. Some people weren't into it. but I'm like, cool. They explained it. Mm. I do like that. I do like that. Yeah. And it it, it helps just kind of progress something. And then it's a Kevin Owens move. And then you can also start feeling sympathy for the guy. And also, now he's he's a real American, got to pose during that song, now that he's a real American in real life. Hell yeah. And so they dropped some, like, maybe he's a baby face, maybe he's not, we'll see. Um, so then they had the match. In the middle of the match, fucking Orton and King Corbin are just out there being... Just, just standing around. Being, being slimy. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then, are they buds or not buds? They're, they're buds. buds. Okay. They're buds now. And then fucking... Bobby Lashley comes out, and I'm like, okay, so this is like they had a a limo showing up, like, oh, who's in the fucking limo? Lashley. Well, Lashley comes out, and you're like, okay, whatever, I guess. And then he keeps motioning to the fucking entranceway, and you're like, like so, five times. Now, someone was before not ready this, gorilla. before this, in the earlier in the episode, uh, backstage, Rusev is being interviewed, and he's like, uh, we have, can't was help but notice Schreiber that did this. Uh, uh, I think it was Charlie. It, it was, was Charlie, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, so can't help but wonder, like, where's Lana been? And he's like, I don't want to talk about my problems at home. Mm. And then uh, what was that? I don't I, like sad Rusev. I, I don't. I don't want. To talk about my problems at home. It sounds Italian. <laughs> it's like Rusev from Rusev. It sounds like light Austrian. Yes, it's me. It's Rusev. And I have uh, now you're just fucking no, Alison Brie from Glow. No, no you're yeah, fucking talking, yeah, Boris from uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Just, yeah. Or Boris from GoldenEye. Yeah, me. I'm Rusev and we do, I have home problems. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's why you're that's an better. American now. That's better. Yeah. Um, yeah, bang bang. And so good then, time. good time. Lana's bang, bang. weird oh, no. ass like fucking music comes on. Hey, Rusev, what's bam, bam. what's wrong at home? I don't want to talk about it. Bang bang. <laughs> Cactus Jack. I don't want to talk about the problems with my wife. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then Lana comes out, and she's taking some time from trying to be an Instagram model. To uh, come and make out with Lashley in the most weird way. It was like the, so much the weird, terrible, out. like theater make out with her. It's was it just, tongue out, face not connected? Oh, like no, no tongue. Like just the like open mouth, face, like, open I'm, mouth, I'm, smacking I'm, faces. I'm, I'm, but he was like other. grabbing up on her ass and like boobs and shit. And she was like putting her leg up and like yeah, it was, going, it was awesome. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty fucking, fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, Yo, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> when you start saying this is a Vince saying this is Paul Heyman booking one oh fucking one. Oh no, I meant one. Vince Russo. Oh no! This is that's oh. what you both started sounding. This like. is fucking tight, bro. <laughs> bro, it was fucking awesome. So Heyman loves these fucking weird angles. He loved and and apparently so did Lana with what she was doing with her legs and stuff to lash. Them. I know. I was like, I'm sorry, Getting but like weird angles. Yeah, like they didn't show Lashley's. Eric Angle. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. 
<laughs> he just got indicted for selling dro- uh, selling anabolic steroids on the dark Aww, web. Eric, sick. <laughs> anyway, so that happened, and Rusev's just looking at it all sad. So this is a Heyman angle, a thousand percent, because oh, yeah. he loves doing these affair angles where it's like the guy gets the, the hot girl, and then the hot girl cheats on him, so you feel bad for the guy. Which I get, I. I, I got it. I mean, She's I want such an old fucking. Well, trope. I don't want to be a party pooper, but it's so regressive to do to like the women. Yeah, <laughs> it makes 100%. it makes Maria look like shit. It well, makes fucking Lana look like an asshole. This is a different thing than Maria. Maria looks strong. I guess she does look pretty badass. Yeah, she. It just makes Mike look like <sighs> which the fucking worst. Actually, hurts my stomach. <laughs> I feel so bad for Mike. <laughs> They're doing a great job. Uh, yeah, I'm like, dude. I just feel like that's so. Oh, low-hanging fruit of a storyline. But this is like, if you look at what Heyman's doing right now on Raw and what's going on, and then if you go back to the SmackDown 6 era of SmackDown, this is exactly what would happen. You'd have great wrestling, so we have that. You'd have kind of a start of a tag team division. We're having that. You'd have kind of very important things going on, a little bit of ruckus, but then you'd always have that one weird storyline, the Nidia, Jamie Noble, to Jerry thing. Yeah. Al, Al Wilson, it, like Sable and Vince McMahon. Was Zach Gowan and and Stephanie McMahon, a lot of yeah, fucking a lot of featured people. players. He, he is bringing back the soap opera angles but, of professional wrestling, and, which is, I, I'm not saying it's a bad this, thing. And this is what he's doing is like he wants the guys because you know it skews mostly to male fans to be like, oh man, I feel bad for Rusev. He's a cool guy with the mustache, just like me. He wants the hot chick, but she's being just a real turd. She's be- he- he's being cuckled by Bobby Lashley. Oh fuck, Bobby Rusev's the man. And just watch, like Rusev's probably gonna be real popular. Well, he's already real popular being super handsome, having a nice mustache. But I'm just saying, he's- like now he's gonna be a baby face. It's like yeah. you can feel sympathy for him because it's like, oh man, Lana's like screwing him over, dude. I just say bring him out and be like, hey, oh, it took me 14 years to be American. It sucks. And I was like, I feel bad for Americans you, wouldn't give a shit about that. No, they though. wouldn't. That's true. That's fucked. But it's true. Yeah. So, but instead they can like, oh yeah, I had this one girlfriend that cheated on me too. I'm with Rusev. <laughs> I've also been cuckled. <laughs> God. So we got incel and the Joker as a uh, 2020s incel fuel. And selling the Joker also sounds like a weird band. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. In- yeah. Oh, like a weird morning show? Incel and the Joker. <laughs> In the morning. Oh, <laughs> 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 I got these scars. Girls don't like me. I'm just a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. They don't <laughs> let me fuck. I'm a nice guy. They don't know whores. I'm a creepy guy and I fuck whenever I want, man. Oh, wow. Especially myself, man. I fuck my own hand, man. What do you oh. think the mask is for at home, man? I jizz on the mask. Okay. That's why it doesn't come off anymore. Inside or outside? I don't. Both, man. Well, you know Into what? the eye holes, man, so it gets a little bit on both. You know, you bought it. You do what you want with it, bro. You break it, you buy it, man. No, you, well, I guess it's broken. I don't you, want it. You broke your dick? Broke dick, man, just like the new guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's a reference I wasn't waiting for. DJ Qualls, shout out. All right. Crazy ass, man. <laughs> Eddie Griffin, man. <laughs> Let's uh, talk about the three matches of Hell in a Cell. Let's um, do it. First off, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Eric Ho- Rowan and Luke Harper. There's no cucks on this, so I don't know who to root for. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it because no one's being cheated on. Um, um, Daniel honest- Bryan's being cheated on. By who? I feel by Eric by- Rowan. I feel that oh, they need Luke Harper. They that's need true. to put over... Rowan and Harper because like you need to continue to build them. But I have a feeling that Brian and Reigns are gonna be the ones going over. Oh, or yeah. Brian's taking the pin. Because he's he's or, totally been good or to he swerves that. on Roman and it's just back to square one. 
I mean, that'd be fine too. Yeah. Where it turns out he's just like this weird sociopath still, which I'm all for. Yeah, mm-hmm. he it becomes be- the liar that he hates. If this is when they were like, he was in on it all along. It's me, Austin. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. It'll be a good. Hell in a cell match. It'll be good. Yeah, yeah. it'll be good. Sasha, Hopefully Sasha wins. Sasha needs to win, and she's also the better wrestler and the more fresh character right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Becky's, okay. Becky's a little stale. It's going to be I mean, be I fun. haven't been watching, but no, I can Be- only assume. Becky, it's because, so when Austin was going hot with his angle in the 90s, it would evolve and change, and yeah. this hasn't. And he didn't and, carry the belt forever, right? No. no. She's had it longer than he ever did for one. She hasn't brain. had a feud. Yeah, and it, it's like the same stuff that you say to Ronda Rousey doesn't work like being a calling her like a little weirdo and a freak. It doesn't work out because like Sasha first off can talk. Second off, like she has that equity. And yeah. Ronda was her own worst enemy in that situation. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. I so what I kind of predict is gonna happen is I think that Seth and Bray are gonna have a different style of Hell in a Cell match where it's gonna be more like Seth overcoming his the demons in the ring and may, hopefully losing. And I the think. Bugs. But I think Sasha and Becky are gonna bring a way more Smash Mouth like style. aggressive style. Mm. A way more Smash Mouth yeah, style yeah. to the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, it's gonna be like walking on the sun. Yeah, dude, it is gonna be like that. Uh, it's gonna be it's just days like these. Yeah. Okay. I don't know any more Smash Mouth. Astro songs. Lounge. Astro Lounge. That's all I had. No. Their Sky album. Yeah, I guess. I Astro know. Lounge is the one that had an all-star on it. Wait, oh. The yeah. one before that apparently sounds like Jawbreaker. Cool, dude. Um, I, I, So I think their match is going... I think they're going to go out there with the intent to just fuck each other up, and well, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. Sasha's been kind of a brawler lately. Yeah. And, like, Becky, like, that's what's best. Is hopefully she doesn't jump. I bet Sasha's going to yeah. jump off the top of that cell, though. That'd be sick. Sasha does like doing things that maybe she shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. that might kill her. Yeah. Then she almost dies. Yeah. My She's probably not going to jump off this. Is cycle, Sasha but... Shane McMahon? No, because she doesn't get like that like sweaty and like purple. <laughs> yeah. She can breathe. That's why her hair was purple. It was an homage mm. to Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend Bray Wyatt. I, they've been building up this story of scared Seth, and that's fine, but it's going to be. <gasps> I'm so scared. I'm so scared. Just snot bubble hanging like out his nose. Found footage like Blair Witch Project yeah, straight style. Up. Yeah, dude. Like, so I'm curious. Part of me thinks it's not going to be very good because so, I don't like watching Seth like that. Uh, be like to quote Cody Rhodes' old WWE thing song. It's going to be whoa, only smoking mirrors. Smoking mirrors. It's going to be a bunch of just bullshit that happens. In oh that man, th- I hope the hologram kid comes. Then back. I'm fuck me too. The one that beat up uh, how's it Dean. I think so. And then Dean Ambrose also had that fucking rogue monitor electrocute him. What a fucking weird time. How cool Mm -hmm. would it be, though, if, like, if the whole story of the match was just Bray just getting right inside Seth's head, and then the second the offense starts, he just squashes him? That would be cool because I want The Fiend to win. And I watch wrestling differently than most people. So, like, if The Fiend loses... Naked? No. That's oh, normal. So I watch it with my clothes on. Yeah, I have a room, room, roommate. I I am only naked in my own room when the door is closed. That's a good rule for that's a good roommate rule. Um, but no, like I, if the fiend loses, I don't think he'll lose anything. But that's not logical booking. I think he. W- I, think, I think he will. I, I think, think he. W- lose I think it would everything. I think well, it no, would be a bigger like, loss for to, the fiend to me personally. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Like I watch wrestling different though. But gotcha, gotcha. I I. I hope he wins because he's hot right now. I think he's gonna win. I so don't... hot right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah we will. Thank you, Derek. 
Thank you. That'll that'll be like three loads worth of inspiration. <laughs> Eric, I'm gonna I'm gonna think. I'm gonna put that in the old bank. Sick. Uh, I I I I think the fiend's gonna win because I think if he loses to Seth in any sort of clean fashion, so unless there's like a fucked finish or something, uh, it doesn't make any sense because like he will just go so down in the like credibility. God, I, I hope there's not field. a fucked finish because like Helena still supposed to keep that from happening, mm-hmm. right? For one. Even though since the very first Hell in a Cell match, there's been like interference because that's when Kane debuted. But uh, did you guys watch that Kane thing? I haven't. I'm it was really to. good, and he got all teary eyed and shit. Oh, was it like um, a chronicle or something? It was like, yeah, WWE Untold. 24. Or yeah, it was really cool stuff. I'll check it out. Glenn uh, Jacobs, even though he's a libertarian, just seems like a real down to earth guy. Yeah, um, except for that whole libertarian shit. Yeah, but um, and also last year is when they had a fucked finish when Brock came in and just tore the door off and. F five to everyone, and then nothing oh, happened. Oh, that's right. So I hope it's not two years in a row. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, this is where WWE is the most scary because yeah, they some everyone loves Seth, and I could see Bray trying to really drive home the point that he's the new Mick Foley by like maybe doing some like homages by like dying by like having his own tooth go through his nose. I I I think he's. I don't see Bray Wyatt as that kind of a wrestler. I think that's I, with the mandible claw. I I could see them poking some, having some fun little uh, callbacks. Yeah, but we'll see. I would hope. So puts, the, puts these these pay per views yeah. are the ones that WWE. I feel yeah. Wait, wait, wait. This sock delivers, is crusty. Delivers on the most. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The ones that aren't the big four. Ones that don't matter. Uh-huh. No, because like. We have such low expectations right now going yeah, in, there's and they're going to probably go have like some good matches and just some like really killer stuff happen. We're going to be like, "Oh fuck! Like what happened?" Yeah. yeah. And so like I'm a little excited, and also like the Packers play the Cowboys like at two twenty five. So like I'm going to probably have a nice little buzzkey going going Ooh, into watching. I it. like having a buzzkey, and so <laughs> it'll be a great time. Hell I'm yeah. just. I'm just nervous because, like, I don't want Seth to win because he's, I love the Fiend. He's so not going to win again. I, I'm pretty sure Braun's going to come in, Kane ski it up, mm. and then it's going to set up something where then Braun's going to end up losing to the Fiend, and then Seth gets away unscathed, like, and still with his title. But then also, like, for his character, he needs to kind of start come up on him and not be like this weird little scared yeah. person come on yeah. Seth. like that it's not a good look for the champ <laughs> it's not what are you gonna do especially for your top baby but he's like, top baby face like he needs he to like scary. maybe be like a little worried like oh shit i've seen him take out Braun, and he took out angle yeah he took right lawler he right. took out finn you know what oh fuck like oh, he's going after me next while well, i'm ready for him and then he takes him out like he did on raw this week and then like going in and have that interview being like you know, he took me up. You know, I got to keep fighting. I'm the champion. There's a reason why I want to call this Monday Night Rollins and goes into there with like a little bit of fucking confidence. He's the fucking champion. That's the thing. It's like, I even if he was like, he could even play it up like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. The Fiend is like, he's he's in my head. I can tell. I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm a champ. I fight through this. Like, that's my goal. That would make more sense than like, I'm about to piss in my p- pants, well, bro. They can. Is Hell in a Cell no DQ match? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I was like, they could just make it a DQ. But last year ended with just a no finish. So yeah. who the fuck? They could do the same um, thing. That's what what's if, gonna happen. <laughs> what if it was a, a like a Pokemon trainer battle and he had to fight all the puppets first? Oh, that would be great. The puppets would help him out. Well, the puppets would help out the fiend. Uh-huh. Or no, they wouldn't because oh, they don't no, like they're him. They're on Seth's side. <laughs> they don't like him. They're scared of him. Yeah, they mm-hmm. like Bray, not the fiend. 
Oh. Never mind. What if Husk? <laughs> what? What if? See you in hell. What if Husk is just? Have you seen? Have you that seen shirt that shirt? Uh-huh. That's the best WWE shirt in a while. Just yeah. like him looking like fucking Bayou Mister Rogers, and then what a great take on that. That's really yeah, good. That's <laughs> what he is. Bayou Mister Rogers. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and then just see you in hell. I might buy that shirt. It's a sick shirt. Yeah. Also, the new Finn <laughs> shirt is also very good. Oh, it's real. It's real. Can we talk Ooh. about Finn? Can we talk about the stuff? Oh, right, let's so go. Fun. Wednesday night. War. Sorry. It's, I have to edit that. I probably won't. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> There's a compressor on it. So let's talk about. Let's start from the very beginning. It so was, if, so if, wrestling <laughs> was invented. <laughs> yeah. So Cody, Cody thought he should be a main eventer, and Triple H was like, you know, I just don't see you there. I, not everybody gets to headline WrestleMania, kid. Not everyone good, can be me. You're a good hand, though. And so he's like, well, I'm leaving then. And then like, all oh, right, go ahead. And then Kevin Owens was like, I've hey, got, man, I've I have friends. I have I have some friends that are going to take care of you because you probably. I, have, I meant the beginning of NXT. Oh, so NXT started as this weird <laughs> game show. No, the <sighs> beginning of this episode of NXT where Corey Taylor narr- narrates it. Oh, OK, go ahead. It was just sick. Oh yeah, it was. When it, he was like fucking on a thing like Batman, like looking down in Florida because apparently Florida has a cool skyline. Oh man, I missed that. And it just says Corey Taylor Slipknot with the Slipknot font, and then he's just reciting. Uh, I'm, I missed that because I'm all elite. Oh, I'm uh, NXT for life. What did Finn Balor say? Uh, he just said or, he said, he said as, now, as of now or yeah like Finn Balor is NXT Finn Balor yeah. is NXT which is badass yeah yeah let's talk about NXT so the first match uh, was Riddle versus Adam it was Cole. a PWG match yeah yep. one billion percent to like uh, the ten moves no well, selling that's every Adam Cole match recently but yeah. like but they, they, there they was they that one it. sequence where yeah. holy fuck just, I, like, I rewounded stop. Sh- I rewounded and showed it to Anya because it was just like what the fuck was that God. Matt They're, Riddle is the fucking best and like he's how he's been wrestling for what three years now? I think like five, like four or five. That's yeah. insane that yeah. he's as good as he is. Because people with MMA, Shayna took a while to get good. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like he, he's just so fucking good. Everything he does looks so real. Mm-hmm. And like I think, like I was talking about this with Jenna actually, and it's like I think that the guys and like the girls who do MMA, they always end up looking a lot more sweaty, like Brock does. Yeah, I know, like fucking Tom Lawler always ends up really sweaty. Matt Riddle does like Shayna, like because they're putting more Ron, into it. Yeah, because like, like they're actually engaging like everything that you would in a fight. Mm-hmm. Whereas like wrestlers go out there and like, oh, this is wrestling, and then like these fighters go out there like, this is a fucking fight. I just have to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at a certain point, and so like the fucking kicks and knees and like holds, he was like everything looks like it hurts. But a lot of it looked like it. Hurt. I will say Adam Cole wrestles like that too. Adam yeah. Cole is they're so stiff, dude. fucking they, they good. They were stiff as fuck with each other. It was awesome. They're laying in those knee strikes and the fucking oh, yeah, like dude. super kicks and he fucking hit that guy. I love the Canadian Destroyer. Yeah, and that fucking reversal out of the, the bro to sleep into the backstabber was fucking oh, incredible. Yeah. And then like hitting the bro to sleep into the fucking powerbomb into the fucking knee. Yeah. Like fuck me. And then, yeah, with the false finish, I was like, good lord. I love like going to the hand stuff. Like it's a legit injury, and like going to that, and then like using the cast like what as a weapon finish. Fucking Bob Orton ass fin. I love yeah. everything that they he, did on that match. Someone, it was the best match of the night, um, hands down. There was an interview, and someone like I don't rem- I don't know her name, the interviewer, but she Kay- Kayla. 
Yeah. Was it Kayla, Kayla Braxton? Probably. She, Kayla! She was just like, you use your, you use your cast as a weapon. He's like, this is a medical thing for, from the doctors. And if this is, it's not a weapon, it just was in the way. <laughs> and then uh, Kyle and Roddy and Bobby came out and he's like, we got to go. He just ended the interview. He's like, you guys are the best. You're my best friend. Yeah, I love that. Like, was off, so off, off camera, you guys are the best. I I just love those four. They are so good together. Yeah, it was it was so good. That was a fantastic way to start off. Because yeah, uh, it started year. off uh-huh. like fucking super hot. Everybody, like, that crowd was just fucking yeah. dying yeah. for more wrestling. I wanted just like to see that match keep going yeah. for like an yeah. hour. And yeah. there's no commercials for it. Um, and then... As AEW is going to their first commercial break right after this match ended, uh, fucking Finn Balor's music hits. Yeah. I fucking, some, I popped like I was there. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Yelled that out loud. Yeah. Um, I had it spoiled on social media, um, but I still like, it was still so fucking good. Getting getting that real big widow's peak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. reason why he shaved his head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was fun, though, because like, I, that, because I, I was watching AEW Finn and Balor they is go, NXT. So they go to their uh they go to their commercial break and so I'm like, all right, yeah, fuck yeah, flip over to NXT. Hell yeah. And then I hear Finn's music hit. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? So it like sets up a potential cool feud for Adam Cole. Oh, but my we'll God. also get yeah. to that again well, later. And I'm mm-hmm. excited to see Finn Balor Russell moves that isn't um sling blade, sling blade, stomp. Finish. Kind of, I mean, like sling blade, wh- sling blade, stomp, lose. Shotgun drop kick. Um, yeah, like the the Bobby Lashley WrestleMania match where the demon suddenly had a different move set. Like, right, cool to see him be able to pull out more. But he did. Like, remember that match he had with Devlin in the UK? It's like, mm-hmm. oh shit, this is the fucking yeah. Fergal Devitt, what we all used well, to know. Yeah. I, hopefully, the fiend. Oh, I mean, oh, not the fiend. Hopefully, the demon's dead in NXT. Uh, no, that's where it no. came. Like, yeah, that's it. It's gonna come back. Oh yeah. Okay. But it'll probably make more sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, won't, I won't spoil it now. Even though why not? Because we are, everyone watch wrestling. But all of the dream matches. Yeah, you're a fucking spoiler boy. Fucking hate spoilers. Yeah. What, you're do you, spoiler. what do you mean? Oh, sorry. I thought you were watching. I thought you were supporting the fucking alternative. No, I support the wrestlers. I appreciate them. We most. are the real alternative here. Rio is on. Rio's on your team. <laughs> He's on your team for the WrestleBoy Classic. <laughs> your team. Your team. <laughs> yeah, but so is EO. That's true, but that match was over. I so I forgot what I was gonna say. I got worked up. Oh, the uh, <laughs> the, the the matches, like the dream matches that have opened up with Finn Balor in today's NXT. Oh yeah. Uh including the returning guy. Guy. Yeah. Bearded guy. Uh the Italian guy. The bearded Italian yeah. man. Yeah. Uh yeah, but like I can't even imagine, dude. Fucking Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. Fucking Finn Balor versus Gargano Keith versus Lee. Keith Lee. Oh, Dominic Dijakovic. Kushida. Kona like, Reeves. Shit. Walter. Fuck. Walter. Yeah, Kona Reeves, dude. <laughs> Kona Reeves. Dude, that is the finest. Yeah, I mean, just him versus Tyler Bate. Him did, versus Pete Dunne. Did him, him and Kushida have history? I mean, both former and uh, IWGP junior heavyweight champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, did they wrestle ever? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if they crossed paths or not. Of course. Um, yeah. It was just sick. Um, I'm excited to be excited about Balor again. That this that whole match was the like I said, best match of the night. Uh, yep. And then like they fucking like, oh yeah, cherry on top. Here's fucking abs and, Balor. Oh man, that crowd fucking collectively, yeah, we wowied all over. I was there, so excited I wasn't just staring at his hog. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, he also was in jeans. So. Oh, okay. Right, he couldn't really, it wasn't Hog, Hog wasn't on full display. It was wasn't Hog Wild. <laughs> no. It wasn't um, in Sturgis. No. Uh, Sturgis, Hog Wild. Then Velveteen Dream had a promo. Which and, was so saturated. Yeah. My TV was having a it hard looked, time. No, you couldn't see. He's like, oh, what do you think, Blondie? And you couldn't even see any of the women? <laughs> it was the most saturated pink and purple um, like lighting and smoke. It was great. Uh, he had a line. Yep, I okay. wrote it down. Anya, Anya and I complain a lot about how the character Velveteen Dream enough. needs to be bisexual. Like, it's like... It doesn't make any sense that he is not bisexual or pansexual, and but no, he he. So like we complain whenever he comes out with just women, but he he made up for it. Yeah, he, he said the dream. This is I think I misquoted it, but he said the dream isn't afraid to take on more than one man at a time. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and, and the it way needs he to be almost it, like yeah. a, the thing if he came out with, we'll just say boys. It'd just be a, a, a people just be like, oh that's a Dalton Castle yeah. ripoff yeah and so doing the, it like this was perfect yeah yeah I, I like that better because I love Dalton Castle and I I just don't want Velveteen Dream to get ripped on because like oh he's just a Dalton Castle because if it comes out with like boys and yeah use them as human furniture and honestly all you have to re- you have to just remember that match with Aleister Black nah I mean that was all or even like the tension. one with like EC three oh yeah oh yeah. Where they were like whole flirting feud. with each other uh, by pushing each other into the pool. Push yeah, each other I'm into the get pool. You wet. <laughs> Oops, let me dry you off. Yeah, we will. We. You see, through just being like, own is dry, like, so. like the, the super curious jock guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's super cool. That in every CW show, it's supposed to be the twist that they're the gay one. Exactly. <laughs> what a dream kill. <laughs> But fucking dream. God damn it. Like, that makes and so Anya much and I, sense. Anya and I call it in episode one every single time. <laughs> oh, that Jaka? Yeah, he's actually the, the gay oh, one. Oh, yeah. He's the gay one. Uh, dream killed it. The promo was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, Gar- he was calling out Roddy. He was like, hey, I'm fucking coming back for you. Rod Doug? Yeah. Rod. He kept calling him Rod. Which yeah, I did like I that. I thought he was calling him Ron. And, like, the Velveteen <laughs> Dream intentionally messing up someone's fucking name Chris. is the yeah. best. Hate you, Ron. <laughs> um, poop mouth Gargano beat Shane Thorne Gargano Shane Thorne wrestled first off Gargano is so fucking yep. good yep. he has gotten into this role as like Mr. NXT <laughs> like he's essentially the Tanahashi of NXT cause he's like the ace even if he's not the champion he's the guy mm-hmm. he's grown into that role so much and he has these awesome matches every time he's out mm. there Shane and, Thorne's really good so I was talking to my friend Nello Friend of the show. Hey, Nello. Um, and I was also talking to my other friend, Walter. Hey, Walter. Both of you guys probably are listening. Dominic um, Mysterio? Yeah. Hello, um, Isai. It is so good to hear from you. I just said that Shane Thorne is such a good, like, kind of douchey character. And he has that really, like, good heel douche energy because I feel he's also just kind of a douche in real life. He's very hittable. Yes. Yeah, right? You just want to like, punch him. Oh, wait. wait. So what's your, what's your wrestling name? Call me Shane Thorne. Oh Lord! Okay, cool. So, cool and then Shane? just like commenting on like on every like woman's wrestlers like pictures and shit. Oh. Does he do that? I know he had for a while. Uh, I mean, yeah. I could I could see it. Um, yeah, this all I'm I'm a little ashamed to admit it. When this match started, I was like, well, I guess I'll stare at my phone for a while. Uh, but it was so good that it it pulled me out of the ga- it pulled my gaze away from my 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 TV, my my telephone millennial <laughs> dude for real i do it all the time it's like if that if, if i'm like immediately not captivated by something i'm just like well i guess i'll distract myself no. elsewhere you i think re- i watched cody versus sammy guevara i like that match a lot i can't wait for us to talk about the real show that happened on wednesday i mean i'm just loyal the to the masked singer 
Yo, I, I heard, heard a rumor that Dana Carvey might be one of them. That's dope. Uh, Ninja was one, so I'm immediately never watching that show. <laughs> yeah, no. streamer, streamer Ninja. I watched the episode, an episode with my parents, and it was the one where Terry Bradshaw got revealed, who actually had a country album. Damn, dude, was your dad like, fuck yeah! Oh, my dad doesn't give a shit about uh, football. He pretends I, to now. I will say <laughs> that... Um, Fake dad. He likes the Packers, which is weird. Fuck what is, yeah. What yeah, is Packers with Boise and the Packers? Suck. What is it? Fuck I'm just you. Kidding. I don't watch football. I don't know. What is Boise and the Packers? Why does it small t- have- small town working class team? Yeah, we like okay, and we like cheese. So fuck off. <laughs> fuck you, Derek. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. Matt, Green Bay is the smallest team? like pro team? sports market. Mm. Probably the. What's fucking- your favorite football move? My favorite football move is probably the Bobby uh, Boucher. Uh, football <laughs> oh, move no, but- was actually a phrase that was in the NFL rule book for a while. Sick. <laughs> if you to get a catch, you have to maintain the football and then do a quote unquote. Football move. My Sick. favorite football related move, and it's so like awesomely subjective. I love it. My favorite my, football move is the annexation of Puerto fuck Rico. You. That's what I was just gonna say. No, my favorite football move is the annexation of Puerto Rico. Fumbleruski, Fumbleruski. That's the best. Icebox. Kids movies were so chill back then. Yeah, dude. Rick Moran is so good. Anyway, wrestling. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we're fine. Uh, Shayna versus Candice. I thought this was a good match. They made yeah. uh, Candace look like the ultimate baby face, just like withstanding everything. I was shocked that she lost. I was, I sad. was too, especially because like sad. I thought yeah. she was going to get to the ropes, but like right there, right by it. And so they're gonna, I feel, do the same kind of um, story arc with her that they did with Johnny because of the same type of baby face. Yeah, where you like they get to the top of the mountain, and then get kicked down. They have to keep building back up. Do you think again. she's getting another another shot? Like, or is she going to wrestle back, Io for it? It's back of the line and then get back and build yeah, back up. Back of the line, but like in the main Avengers line, not yeah. like the real back of the line with like... like Tanara Conti. Yeah, fuck. Tanara's fine. No, she's not. Um, she's better than... Aaliyah. Aaliyah. <laughs> or Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa but Bourne. yeah, I thought... I That's mean, where it stops. This match was great. Shayna is very good at what she does. And she owns yeah. it so well. Yeah. She's terrifying. Yeah, she just passed the, that. It was the year anniversary of her winning the title too. So now oh, she's wow. like past that. Like, um, and Candice is she is the best wrestler in NXT. She's the best baby face. Um, like her and Johnny are like tied for like one. She like, yeah. um, that I, and then when Dominic becomes the wrestler, because fuck that motherfucker can sell. Yeah, Tommy Dreamer comes to NXT and starts wrestling. That's another thing. Shayna, I mean, Candice can fucking sell. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was insane. Um I and then God, what else was I gonna say about this? I I loved Candace almost killing herself like three times in a row yeah. with those topes. Um I was watching with my roommate and like Candace gasped for air at the end of it. Like she was almost actually getting choked out. Like I, I love it because that's that's part of her selling and it's like that big old air gas just makes like, oh yeah. man, she almost like she, it was done. I was expecting her to uh, pass out. Yeah. Also, when the first time she got her in and she like reversed it, I was like, oh, Candace is one. They tricked right, and me. That, that's they the way me. that Ember beat Shayna was with that mm-hmm. type of pin. Oh, okay. So it's a callback to that. Oh, okay. Shayna's learned from that. Like, okay. That's how Ember beat her. Wow. Or no, it was, Ky- was it Ember? It was Kyrie. Ky- it was Kyrie. It's Kyrie. That's how Kyrie beat her. Because then they did that again and then. Flip your back over. Yeah. Locked in the care food so, clutch. Yeah. It's like it's they build they built with Shayna like anytime Shayna's lost, which now it's been like a year since that's happened, but she's learned from it. And so is the caribou clutch like the sharpshooter? Yeah, like once you're in it, you're fucked. Well, yeah. But like only 
like only how only Bret she Hart was it. like only I can reverse it. Yeah, it's like, like and mm. also it's like if you're gonna get out of it, if you're, something's gonna happen, like you have to be at a certain level. Yeah, it's a giant deal. Yeah, it's mm. like when Stone Cold broke. It's like oh my god, he fucking did it. And yeah, like, it's a shit like that. Also found out this week it's Kira Fuda. Mm-hmm. Kira Fuda. Oh. I've, been, I've been saying Kira Muda because of Mauro Ronaldo. Yeah, for the whole the whole time she's been there, man. He says some dorky ass shit sometimes, but he is the most captivating speaker. Oh, I want to watch. I could. I would watch him narrate anything. Uh huh. Oh, he, like sometimes I want to watch. I don't watch UFC, but like watch his, like Bellator shit that he's done or yeah, boxing. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd watch boxing that. Yeah. that he commented. I'd watch fucking golf if Marlon Oh was my! I, announcing I, it. I would fucking love. I would that. love to say I'd watch a frisbee golf tournament. Yeah, frisbee golf. I'd watch a silent Dave Matthews concert with him narrating it. Uh, let's get a little far. Um, oh, he's playing his heart out. <laughs> Just like these fans came marching from their parking spaces <laughs> to get in here. Now he is playing. It's marching. <laughs> See, it would be great. Um, Shayna ver- uh, Pete Dunn versus Danny Birch. I love this match. Yeah. It was great. I because didn't realize it was like, going to happen. Yeah, same here. And Danny Birch is awesome. And Pete Dunn is fucking awesome, and they're just two like fucking Smash Mouth type of wrestlers going there and hit each other hard for real. Yeah, real Smash Mouth style. Yo, that finger manipulation stuff—that's what I hate the most in wrestling because I like I've felt that before. You don't hate stuff like when G Raver almost died. I'd rather watch Nick, Nick Gage. Cage Nick Gage die than <laughs> watch someone. Get their elbow stomped on while their hands. Mm, on it's the that fucking William Regal shit. Saying yeah. like, if you can sympathize with how it actually feels, like, then it's the best shit to oh, do. Oh man, that's another yeah. thing if you I can learned. Sympathize with how this feels, then you know how it is to drink pee. Um, watching, games. watching that, <laughs> games. watching that Foley documentary. Will like uh, William Ringle was just a talking head in it. He was fucking terrifying. Oh, I just, love he's him. a menacing this, this, motherfucker, dude. I, I love wanna, him. I want to see that more in NXT because he does it a little bit, but yeah. I want to see it more. Adam Cole, we're going into war games. Is that all the time? That's that's favoritism. War games. It, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, he's just great. Anyway, uh, that move move that says the match. So then Pete Dunne wins the match. Yeah. And then who fucking comes out? Walter? No. Oh. Party Goth. Oh, yeah. Damien, Damien Priest. Priest. Well, I I never expected this match. Yeah, and Punishment I'm like, versus Pete Dunne. And I'm like, all right, I'm into this. Yeah. I'm like, let's see where this goes, because I like the the dynamics really weird, and yeah. I'm very Pete, intrigued by it. Pete so, Dunne, do you want to party with me and my vampire friends? <laughs> yeah. So he is he a, just looks a vampire... Bothered. That shoots flaming arrows. I like to. He's party. the archer of infamy. I, okay. He um his gimmick is like he's just like a fucking like party vampire, like a like almost like like satanic, but not like in a devil worshiping type way, mm-hmm. but a very like no like the like the nerdy kind of like goth dancing under the overpass, like the way. raves in b- the Blade Sick. movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just looks like he's in Blade. Sick. Like Triple H was in Blade Three. Blade oh Trinity. yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. But I really liked but when better. he shot the arrow and... His name appears? Yeah. In like, foyer. It was very well-timed. You want this, Molly? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, uh, I, 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 like th- I like everything that's going on with this. It's very intriguing. Two very different characters, two very different workers, two very different looks. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. I feel this is as much of a test to see how well Damien 
Priest can go at like that a little bit more main event level. Yeah. It's also a test for Pete Dunn to see how good he really is. It's like, can you make this fucker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going in Raw podcast is a very good story about meeting him at Starcast Punishment. Punishment um, because they offered him a donut and he just stared at it for quite a while and went, I better not. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a fucking robot. He's just, he just talks like this a lot. He's just a, a cooler Baron Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> He likes the underground new metal bands. Yeah, yeah. Party metal. <laughs> he just loves municipal waste. Sick. That that rocks actually. Tree Profits versus Undisputed. You forgot Yoshirai versus Mia Yim. I didn't write that one down. Um, all right, let's because get you into this. Because you didn't like it. Um <clears throat> Yoshirai, my favorite wrestler. She was phoning it the fucking... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sam Raymond's calling Sam Raymond's you. Calling. Want, you want me to answer? Yeah, put it on the thing. Yeah. What's up, Sam? You're on the podcast. What's, oh, shit. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hey, what time are we leaving tomorrow? Um, I'm picking the car up at 7 in the morning. Okay. And then I'll head to your places or Alex's place Um, after that. Okay. Fuck. All right. That's early. <laughs> That's what you fucking said. You said you you said you want to leave early. I'm at like nine. <laughs> we can do that because I can pick up the car later. I would like to sleep too. Do you want to do that instead? Yeah. Just text, do you want to just text Alex about it? No, you text Alex about it because I'm recording a podcast right now. That you're you're, that you're, you're on, on the Sam. podcast, Sam. <laughs> Sam, what's your favorite? Hey, what's up, what's Sam? Your, can people can people hear me? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. we're picking oh, yeah. it up in our oh, headphones. Yeah. Wrestling's fake. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, let's see. Uh, Who's your That's favorite wrestler? Guess. Who's your favorite wrestler? Who's my favorite wrestler? Yeah. Uh, uh fucking uh Hot Dog Man Johnson. That was that the rock? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Okay. Sick. Well, I will I love you and I'll see you in the morning. Love you, Sam. Love you. Bye. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Running from Sam Raymond. <laughs> Definitely been brought up on the show quite a few oh, yeah. times. So. Now officially my, friend my, of the show. My main dog. Um yeah. Okay, Io Shirai versus versus Io, Mia Yim. Io phoned it in. So, yeah, like, I was very disappointed in the beginning. And, like, I was just... I mean, I was watching t- last night with an extremely critical eye. Maybe because I was just being a fucking grump because everyone was so excited. And I'm kind of a curmudgeon sometimes. <laughs> but I was just like... It's also Io Shirai. She's the first person who will disappoint me if she's not perfect. I get that. I get that. I, I got to say, I really love Mia Yim. Mm-hmm. But I... There's think... a common denominator in some of these matches. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, She doesn't move super fast quickly i yeah. think is like part of the issue so like one matches pick up the pace and there's someone pushing her to like keep that pace up there it's very good mm-hmm. um and i like i said before recording like if you go back and watch some of her indie matches in smaller rings it's mm-hmm. not as so much of an issue um i just don't like the big ring she it is apparent that she doesn't move super quickly and, yeah. and no shade on on what it was but that match of the night had almost I have kind of like the least amount of significance to it other than maybe Gargano and Shane Thorne. Yeah. But it's like, there wasn't a ton on the line. There wasn't, I mean, it was a big night because it's their first two hours live on, uh, USA limited commercial interruptions. And I, I don't know. Overrun. Jesus. Yeah, they pulled out all yeah, the stops. They really did. And I, but so I just think if there's a night to kind of, I guess, not throw everything you got at it. There was not a lot, a lot on the yeah. line, but like, 
I can't even blame it all on Mia because some of her kicks, some of EO's kicks were just like nothing. Yeah. She was like Orange Cassidy. Like, yeah. But was, not a it joke. Was weird. But then after the commercial break and she was on offense, she was fucking uh, great. The commercial break could have actually been part of it too because they're not, they're still they're not getting used, used to, to that. And so, and like, so them. Like timing out a match and feeling out a match with a commercial break in. Oh it. yeah. Um. I mean, Mia worked in Impact, so she she's done stuff with commercial breaks and for live TV and stuff. But, um, that's new for EO. And you know, and they even had picture in picture for this one, so they yeah. were like still going through the commercial break and stuff. And then right as soon as the commercial break was done, it seemed like they had that cue of like, okay, this is like next gear we're going next into gear the, go yeah. like go home. You know, it was and after that I loved it, but it was just like. It just had there was a weird something weird. Something it was weird pacing. Off. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, um, I, I feel that it is a stylistically, Miam's good at like brawling on a little bit more of that indie style. Yeah, whereas like Io Shirai is like the genius of the sky. She's a great high flying wrestler and also does like a little bit more of that like, like Japanese pro wrestling or Joshi style. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't really mesh too well together. And then you have. Like with Shane, that's like Shane does a very deliberate MMA type style, and it just didn't work with that brawling either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I liked the match just fine. I obviously we know what EO can do. Obviously, it's awesome watching the development of Mia Yim. So I, it'll be cool to see what they yeah. keep you know doing. They're they're both great. It just you know it's I think some growing pains for NXT. Like you might get some of these matches that are like still feeling things out for live TV and. Um, and stuff like that. So, and I, I still look at it through the the filter of the developmental brand. I'm much more forgiving of of matches that are like me on uh, NXT because that's what NXT in my mind is there for is to kind of uh, be able to kind of flesh those things out. I still feel like it's moving towards being like legitimately the third brand, but it's it's still labeled as their developmental. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not necessarily anymore, but yeah, not. I mean, it's changing. But I still see it that way. It's a paradigm shift. Paradigm. The John Moxley's finisher. Yeah. In AEW. Death Rider's so much cooler. So. Yeah. yeah, Death Rider's Death so Rider's just a cool fucking name. So be, he should have changed it to the Ghost Rider. The NXT main event was the Street Profits. Ghost Rider. Yeah. The show, show on PBS. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Wait, is that the one with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt? No, what was that Ghost one? Whisperer. Ghost Whisperer. No, Ghost Rider was about. It was a PBS show, so no one famous was in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was kids and a talking computer. Oh nice. It was like a ghost in the computer. Ghost in the machine. Type them. That sounds spooky. It would type them secret messages, and they had to solve mysteries. Sounds like a fucking asshole. Something. Yeah, it's like ASL. You up? Yeah, that was a weird angle when they got off PBS. Eric Angle. Um, yeah, Street Profits versus Undisputed. Um, Wale has so much fucking charisma. Uh-huh. He got yep. that crowd so fucking hyped. Dude, and, we want the smoke. And also, Montez Ford has so much fucking charisma. Mm-hmm. And Angelo Dawkins is there. Mm-hmm. He's yes. getting better, but still, like, so it's such a juxtaposition. He's a very good big boy. You can't teach the charisma that Montez has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like that, that dude, like, if done right, 
that dude is going to be massive. a massive star because yeah. he has that like that athletic ability, <clears throat> and he is so charismatic, mm. and it it's really coming out now. Whereas before, it's like, oh, this dude's just really athletic and kind of like you know he's kind of charismatic. Uh, but he, now it's like, oh shit! Even like earlier in the show when it showed uh, the two of them and Bianca walking in, and he stops and they like don't know what he's doing, and he does like the solo cup raise thing. Like, there's so much charisma even in that little small thing. Like, yeah. He's like, like, just has magnetic personality. Like, it is rock esque, like yeah. young rock esque. Totally. And so, like, if they do everything right, like that, that guy's gonna be a huge star. And also, he's just super athletic. Yeah, just needs uh, to get off the gas. Yeah, just needs to get off the fucking gas. Maybe, maybe stay on it for a little bit, then get off of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that being said, Undisputed Era retained. In a great match because Undisputed Era is really good at professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the greatest team on God's green, as they call themselves. Uh, nice. Redragon. Redragon. Dragon again. Mm-hmm. Um, they're so fucking good. Also, Kyle O'Reilly's thighs are the fucking biggest, most toned yeah. things in the world. Oh, my God. They're pretty thick. Um, watching with Brady and Ashley at this point, and Ashley pointed it out um, mm-hmm. to me and so Jenna. Did, so did my roommate. And we're like, oh, yeah. my God, those things are huge. Like, real, real, real niche uh, pull, but... He, there's no way that he can even do his insulin shots in those legs because uh, <laughs> if you have that much muscle, he's going only in the butt for shots. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have the scars on his stomach like I do from doing my shots, but legs are too muscular. He's, he's, a butt, he's a butt shot boy. Straight in the wrist. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, damn. But um, they are so fucking good. Um, then, of course, Rod Dog comes out and helps him out, um, and they retain. I really I like the way they cheat. Because it is, it's always, it's pretty subtle. Mm. And there, like, it, it's not like fucking NWO shit or like, or just like everyone coming down and obvious. And Roddy shit. never distracted the ref. No, he just yeah. ran out and then he got kicked. Mm-hmm. And then like the good guys then go after the bad guys and then they hit the fucking high low finish. Mm-hmm. The ultimate. Yeah. The, what was it called? Fuck. Total elimination. Total elimination. Total elimination. The way that they would scream that. Oh, uh, it's so fucking. It was a great match. And then Adam Cole comes out after Roddy and the uh, Red Dragon are all celebrating in the ring. And he's just like, ha, we're the fucking best. And then his fucking Tron breaks mm-hmm. and goes into fucking Tommaso Ciampa's music. Who he comes out and he is looking huge. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Oh my God. Like, speaking of somebody being on the gas, uh, he just yeah. looks like he's on the gas. Yeah. yeah. He needs to get hurt all the time because he just, he keeps every coming time he gets back, hurt, he comes back jacked. Just, disgustingly jacked. Yeah, because his arms are massive. And he can't come back as a heel at this point. Can oh, no. He? No. He's like, too much sympathy. His story, like, Getting injured, dude. You can't have having him. that fucking yeah. classic yep. season you with can't, Gargo, mm-hmm. and you can't have him like being all emotional and vulnerable on like their YouTube shows, having people fucking go all yeah. Like, so there's like that his daughter is real, the real Goldie. There's three fucking um videos of that on the WWE PC channel, yeah, and I cried on each of them. Oh, They're yeah. so good. Yeah. And he comes out and just stares him down, and that's how we close the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Fuck yeah. It's like the guy who never lost the title. And then you have the longest reigning NXT champion coming out early in the mm-hmm. show. All gunning for Adam Cole. All gunning for Adam Cole. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's so really fucking cool. Like, and we got war games coming up. Fuck. War games. War games. 
I, that's some of my favorite thing God. from the first War Games announcement. Imperium in War Games. Uh, that's dude, fucked. That's crazy. Yeah. Adam Adam Cole's <gasps> response just going. Okay. War Games. Okay. Is this gonna be the teams? Undisputed. Yes. Um. Imperium. Imperium, and then a team of Kushida, Finn, Champa, and Gargo. I mean, if they want to go, like, so the first but time. But that takes was, away a bunch of singles matches. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the first time when it was three teams, because last year was only two, it was three on three on three. Okay. Last year was four on four. Okay. Just, just, with just two teams. So we'll see how they do it. Um, yeah. Well, that's that heel team 12, versus heel team. Six. 12 people would be fucked up. Yeah. But just like, because Kushida and Walter have history and they're going to have more history. Yeah, um, and I do feel like you got to have some good guys in there. Yeah, but but honestly, you don't because I'd be you, just stoked for the uh, wrestling. Undisputed Era are baby faces to the NXT crowd. That's, That's true. true. Let's get to the better show. Uh, honestly, we, already NXT, talked about we just it. talked about it. Yeah, yeah, we just talked about it. Let's get to the real better show. Um, all right, you fucking Mark. Get to it. Um, right. Okay, Brady. <laughs> get to it. No, I, I genuinely think nxt was a better show but i had more fun watching you're this. you are still battling that in your head because that's not what you said before we recorded <laughs> i i know well i think they put i'll get to it i'll get to it there, I, 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 also, I did not really have that much fun watching the show because i watched it in the worst possible i, I have a lot order. of criticisms yeah, for both shows that's i'm that, i'm gonna say i thoroughly enjoyed this show and watching this show but I do have a lot of criticisms of it. I have so. criticisms for both, but I wore my fan hat for the most part yesterday. Yeah. And then I went back over everything and was like, okay, this is the thing. Um, I watched the last match first, and that was the worst possible that thing. That was to do. not a good move. It's just, it was what I had to do because of when I started watching and mm-hmm. shit. And, and the one thing yeah. I have to do is put everybody in war games. War so games. I'll say, this is what I'll say for, at the very top. NXT put on a better show in the sense that it was a super clean, well, oiled wwe product well, of course man. that's what it is but what i loved well more oiled, about dynamite is the feeling of uh, unpredictability it, it felt sloppier but in a way that i thought brought a ton of charm to it that i had more fun watching than the kind of what i what you become used to with nxt so are you comparing like, aew to the room uh actually matt <laughs> if y'all remember grew up watching wcw this makes a lot of sense it does oh. well maybe it had a wcw feel to it um i thought it was i thought it was great you know i like this is what i was ex- excited for i loved watching cody versus sammy which is not a match I ever thought I'd really give a shit about. Sammy Guevara. I still don't. Sammy Guevara, I think, came out of Wednesday night looking like a star. I, MJF came out looking like a star. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, just, I agree with that one. I think they're taking, they're doing good. They're presenting it something that's we'll, like not. We'll, the, we'll, let's go. Let's yeah. go. We'll circle back to it. We'll, we'll circle back to the it. Card. Um, so Cody uh, beat Sammy Guevara. Cody with his Triple H entrance. It was, um, yeah, it was cool. For somebody who takes so many shots at WWE, he is Triple well, H. That's I do think controversy Jer- is cash. Jericho Eric came Bischoff? out. Jericho came out in the middle of the match. It was at the end. Okay, and attacked him. What Which, I didn't like about this was because it was on picture in picture. Yes, Jericho was attacking him the whole time and just doing his Jericho thing. It's like. I don't know. I wish they didn't show that picture in picture. I get that. Because that was more for the crowd there. <laughs> sure. It's dumb to show that again on TV. It is How- kind of a long couple minutes. However, 
it was very smart to show Jericho at the very beginning of the show. Well, and to have Jericho technically be the first person to speak. So I thought that was what was really cool was uh, Cody grabs the J- mic. To... JR was the first to speak. Okay. Okay. Fuck me. I'm wrong. <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry. Fuck me. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I love you. No, the commentator spoke first. You're right. <laughs> no, I, I love you too. I love you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, so Cody grabs the mic to, to talk and say, we're the alternative oh this is a revolution uh but then uh-uh because jericho comes out and fucking wails on him mm-hmm. and uh, then jericho's like my show so i feel that this, this fucking squirt here i feel that <laughs> yeah, this match when um yeah, not every match we'll has to be like a fucking 20 minute um, match there might be one more i'm sorry okay, hey just no, bring the big old thing of almonds <laughs> Bring the almonds. Yeah, we did, have a lot of snacks sorry, here. Y'all, I just realized that I never ate dinner, so I'm just snacking in this. Uh, and so I, I feel like every match needs to be like this 25-minute fucking like epic match. Yeah. Even Why that, not? That's like what Cody fucking does. But this one should have been just a quick match and let Sammy Guevara, even though I fucking hate him and want to hit him, um, <laughs> let him get let him get his stuff and let him get his Dude, shine. He did some cool and shit. And then Cody... Match. There's a bunch of flippy guys who do that exact same stuff, but better. But he did it cool. Um, just let you know, let him get his shit in. Then Cody goes over, and then Jericho attacks. You're done. You're in and out in like ten minutes. Yeah, it doesn't need to be this really long, drawn out match. What I liked about well, it, was especially because like, like you have this, it like, was the first one. You have like this guy who essentially who lost in the first fucking thing on all or double or nothing or whatever, and he he lost to Kip Sabian, and yeah. then he goes in in like takes to the quote-unquote limit the guy who's challenging for the title next, you know? Sure. And so it's one of those things. It's just like not everything has to be this fucking, like, epic encounter. And they even didn't even do that, like, on another match, like MJF versus Brandon Cutler. You can have a match like that, and that's fine. That's fair. I think that's fair. And so, like, I understand wanting to have this fucking... Like Liger and Pillman type Nitro match, but they should have put somebody else on in the beginning if that was the case. But I'm pretty sure there's a reason as to why an EVP is in the first match. It's because somebody has this Triple H complex and it's Cody, and he's like, "I'm going to be in the first match." It's true. I mean, that is very apparent, and I, I that's that's a good point. But uh, but I liked it. But um, it was a. It was for what it was. It was a good match. I still want to hit Sammy Guevara in the face. Oh my god! <laughs> we're, op- opening we're opening up some snacks. Uh, fuck Sammy Guevara. We should have just paused. It, it seems like he's probably nah. fine. <laughs> Sammy um, Guevara seems fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then Brandon Cutler versus MJF. This MJF one- is great. Brandon Cutler. I don't fucking get it. This is his whole story. What is his story? He's friends with the Young Bucks. But he has an inspiring story. So right? he grew up with, like, essentially with the Young Bucks in SoCal and, like, in wrestling. Him and his brother, uh, the Cutler brothers, and him and his brother would have great matches against, like, the Young Bucks, like, in PWG and SoCal Indies. Um, he retired from wrestling to start a family. And, and play then, D&D like a fucking dork. And then, I did his, like, all that gear. His wife um, um, is a seamstress and makes a lot of the gear for, like, the Bucks and everybody. Cool. And so he would be trying it on for them and just like, fuck, like, I want to do this again. So after a five-year layoff, he just started wrestling again, like in, like, Southern California Indies and doing, like, uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood. Um, and he was still friends with the Bucks, and so he would go and help him film Being the Elite, but he never asked for, like, a handout, never was like, hey, can you guys get me booked? Hey, you guys are starting this thing. Can you guys sign me? Can you guys do this? Can you guys do this? And so... 
they on an episode of being the elite they surprised them with two contracts one for like the production side of things like filming and doing all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff like digi- digital uh, media and the other one's a wrestling contract that is cool but so the story is that he's just the young bucks friend yeah yes. okay well that's cool i mean that's I mean, cool he he feels awkward in the ring um when he jumped from the rope or fell from the rope was that real or not I don't know, and it was really weird. I don't know. They it, sold it. They sold it well, though. He he did sell it well. So if it was an accident and he sold it, that's good. Hopefully, he didn't really hurt his knee. I don't wish that on anybody. Sure. Uh, I MJF looked like a star. He can't hold a candle to MJF, and, and MJF ran him down on the mic. <laughs> well, yeah, that's MJF. That whole thing felt really awkward, though, because if it's fake. Then why does he go for an arm submission instead of a leg submission? Sure, because MJF is still a little green when it comes to that. I think mm-hmm. that's why he's, mm-hmm. you know. So I'll yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, that's why like I'm gonna circle back. Should. I'm gonna circle back around to this because I feel this is a really yeah. a thing that I it's part of one of my big criticisms. They're like we don't have writers, we don't really have too many producers. Like we're going out this this is everybody puts their own stuff. Everybody's gonna be creative. Sometimes it's okay to have yep. a little bit mm. of input, maybe at one definitive answer. Because um, yeah, maybe Dad I needs to step Billy, in sometimes. Billy Gunn maybe should have, you know, been back. Got his ass into it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, there are no writers yet. Uh, members of SEU were mouthing along to the other members of SEU's promos. <laughs> yep. Because they Chris, might write it to each other. Well, Chris Daniels was definitely like mouthing Scorpio Sky stuff to him. Oh, mm-hmm. was he? I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Um. But, like, when I think – so if AEW wasn't a thing, MJF would be perfect in WWE. He's not an indie darling. He couldn't say half the shit, though. Oh, no. He he oh, yeah. He doesn't say anything that bad. I mean, you can't go I, – I don't know if he could come out and be like, you bunch of fat fucking redneck. I mean, he didn't say fucking, but you know what I mean. Like, I think they would be a little bit more like, mm, I don't know. He's like, you're all- – <laughs> He's just, he's so funny because it is so shitty. But um, I don't think he's a good, re- a great wrestler. Oh, no. All right. I mean, he's, but he's pretty good. good. Yeah. good. Actually, I mean, like Cody. Actually, yeah. could be really good in WWE because he has a pretty good main event, mm-hmm. like look and style. Um, I, speaking of the language and like stuff, I did love how fucking hard uh jim ross was for being able to say the word bastard because it was TV oh he 14. just didn't get it. i don't think he understood that the, that that's what pot goes by or pack as they were saying. bastard well you you, you and then you tony Savani called mjf a prick yeah which is awesome he's like oh tv 14 huh tony <laughs> i didn't catch that yeah. uh no that i thought that was funny too yeah because like it's like, whoa, yeah, you said it, not me, calling him the bastard. And then, like, they said it like, the bastard, Pac, or whatever. It's like, oh, what man, they're saying it too. Um, Yeah, so after that, uh, we got our first big celeb pop of AEW. Oh, dear, fucking Silent Bob. Kevin Smith and Jason dude, Mewes. Dude, fucking Silent Bob was there with fucking, fucking, dude, I was so sick. Uh, Jay was Kevin, there, dude. Kevin Smith is very exhausting, Um, but I still, there's still something that I find really charming Same. about him. Um, Especially mm-hmm. more recently, he's become less. He does seem like he, he's sort yeah. of calmed down I mean, a bit. I qu- I haven't listened to a podcast of his in years, but um, yeah. he I, this was also a very smart move for them. Like getting it's a very WWE thing, like having celebrities in the crowd. But it's a very WCW thing, <laughs> even more than that. Oh yeah, remember <laughs> um, that one episode that Sable was just like on Nitro for once, like one segment, ooh, and then me? never mentioned. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. You say, well, 
<coughs> I don't. I don't remember that. What did you say to the crowd? Hey, boys. <laughs> That's it. Um, Bye. But it was good until Angelico and Jack Evans came out and then made Jason Muse talk. And you guys can't even win a match. I, I was, was like, like, Kevin Smith actually did pretty good. Well, that's mic. because he was just being himself, and then yeah. Jason Muse tried to get all wrestling about it. And it's like, like Kevin, you don't like wrestling because Kevin Smith came off very humble. He's like, yeah, he, it comes out this day in, in theaters, like talking yeah. about how cool Chris Jericho was. Yeah, and he's like, I, but we're just stoked to be here. Like, it felt genuine. It felt cool. I was like, hell yeah, Kevin Smith. Uh, and then yeah, they come out, start talking shit. More stay in the time suck. Okay. Uh, we get it. It's a it's a reference. We get it. And then like, yeah, you get Jason Muse the fucking mic. To be fair, Jason Muse was also just being himself. <laughs> That's very <laughs> true. And it, himself is just not good at talking. Which is the worst. <laughs> He's been through a lot. Okay. Yeah. True. I actually saw a live true. podcast with him and Kevin Smith about that. Kevin Smith started to keep his friend sober. And it was very heartwarming. Oh. Um. Yeah, and then uh, we got a little uh SCU segment. Uh, Scorpio Sky is very good at his he job. He does. Yep. He does a very good uh, President he, Obama. His uh, voice. Well, and then like him being like the SCU guy, like being Scorpio Sky. I love yeah. that they're gonna that he's the one that they seem to like. They're gonna give a singles push to because the other two are the two in the tag tournament, and also like the other two are in their like forties. Yeah, yeah. But Chris Daniels is like late forties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his his voice is just like. I'm intrigued when I hear it. He's Harold? very captivating. Big big fan of Harold. Is that Scorpio's guy? From the uh, Daniel Bryan Kane um, anger management segments. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, that was him. Okay. He was going to get signed then. Oh. Weird. But then some bad tweets came to light. Oh. But then it's, it's stuff that he... Yeah, he's learned. He's learned and apologized for, but that was just the reason why. Mm-hmm. So that almost, mm-hmm. I remember he's no when Jessica it, Havoc. Yeah, Jesus mm-hmm. fucking Christ, or that Zara girl. Uh-huh. I like history. Fuck you. You don't have a fucking swastika on something and say I like history. Oh yikes! Go fuck yourself. Sorry, <laughs> got real. Thank, I agree thank, with you. Thank you for dumping her ass, Sonia. <laughs> Man, two WWE. You guys star remember the the WWE Hall of Fame? Where Sonya and Zara walk by and he's and Seth is getting interviewed and you see Zara just fucking staring just daggers to mm-hmm. Seth. Oh shit, why? Wait, it was dated. the same person? Yeah, it's the yeah. same Nazi. Oh, <laughs> they dated the sa- they dated the same Nazi? Yeah, yeah, they dated the same Nazi. Oh, that's a Lord. weird that's a weird club to be in. Yeah. Yeah, I dated a Nazi club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um <laughs> All right. Then we got Hangman versus Pac-Man. That's cool. Good match. Um, Hangman ate him. Ate him. <laughs> yeah, I was. I thought Hangman cool is definitely one. Uh, a work in progress as far as charisma and being that top guy that they want him to be. Mm-hmm. He's getting there from when he started in Ring of Honor, but he's not there yet. Mm-mm. Give him a year. That's the thing. Hangman has time. I'm gonna keep calling him Pac because that just makes more sense. Neville, Adrian Neville, N- yeah. Ben. Ben. They call him Ben. Pac. He now's the time to strike with him. He has name recognition. He's fucking good. He's a little bit older. He has a lot more uh, history behind him. Uh, so yeah, I he's think also way better. He's also, he's yeah. also such a, I, a fucking good wrestler. I feel like these two are holding a little bit back. Like they might have another match at a pay-per-view eventually, but that's Bull fine. Gear. Bull gear. It's a bad name. November 9th. It is, it is a bad name. It, it, it's, it's his thing, right? It's uh, Adam Page's thing, thing, but 
Like they never explain it, and they just have gears in the promo. So then it's just like, oh, that just sounds like a fucking monster fucking truck Stur- rally. Yeah, Sturgis thing. Hell yeah. They. I'll get into it when I criticize everything. Next um, match. Nala Rose versus Riho. Loved it. It, I, was a, it was a good match. I don't have criticism of this match aside from the fact that Nyla Rose does not need chairs to prove she can break Riho in half. Also, yeah, I, I agree with that. I know Riho won. Sure, but yeah, it does seem for Nyla to go for the chairs. Nyla doesn't it's like, need to wait, go but, for a DQ. So again, it comes to this whole thing with like producing and... You need somebody being like, you know what, like in a title match where if you do this, you lose and then therefore are not the champion, the psychology doesn't work. Well, yeah, and that's, I guess I do have a criticism of this match. In the middle of the match, she like snapped and went like full heel mm-hmm. and it seemed there was no reason for it. Yeah, it, That should have been after she lost. She yeah. should have then gotten the chairs and uh, destroyed. Yeah, and she Rito, didn't do like... anything after the match. She gave Kenny a little push. She pushed him. Pushed him. Pushed. Pushed um, him. Yeah, but other than that, I do think they both put on a very good showing. Yeah. You could tell that they I cared about this match a lot. You can tell that they haven't really worked together too much, mm-hmm. aside from like that three-way. Um, because yeah. there was just some little clunky stuff that was happening. That's stuff that you're going to grow into, so it's fine. It's one of those just like... You're putting on your Bill Big Criticism glasses on, so I'm not going to let that harbor. Like I thought yeah. the match was really good. It was good. I, I, I th- went in. Certain this points, is the first time I cared about Riho. Certain points of psychology to me, I'm like, yeah. it's like when she had like the lame duck, like um, fucking Benoit crossface. Mm. I, I was like, there's no way that like, because like she like was trying to look like she's wrenching back, but it she just didn't. Yeah. It just like stuff like that you just shy away from mm-hmm. when you're doing the size discrepancies. Like you don't see. Mysterio putting that like a big submission move like that on like, on, on like Braun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I loved it because going into it, I had zero expectation for Riho to walk out as the champion. Yeah. Uh, and and it, I thought it was a cool turn. I feel like they've built, they've done so much building up Nyla that she has like second chances, you know, I hope. But uh, I think turning her big... heel immediately gives her another yep. chance because. She loses this one and now she's heel and that she can explain away like why she lost and shit because yeah. she's a heel. Yeah. And then uh Kenny came out to save Riho at the end. Um, really weird way to introduce who should be your top star. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, like uh, who if you're a casual fan coming into this and you don't necessarily know too much of Kenny. You don't like, necessarily like know Who's that this ha- weird fucker with this awful hair? You don't like Honestly, know- that's what I know who Kenny Omega is. I've watched him wrestle Okada mm. four times. He looked like a weirdo. Yeah. Just like, who like, the fuck are you, they, dude? They didn't do enough to explain, like, in that moment, like, oh, Kenny is, like, really a huge driving force behind the women's division, and here's why. He just seemed weird. Like, oh, this like, is, like, this is somebody he's tagged with and somebody he personally brought in. This is a yeah, close did the, friend. I, maybe I didn't hear it. Did the commentator say anything about that? Nothing like no. that. No, no, they, they, they really should have. Like, That's a bad job on maybe. Morrow would have said something like that. 
Ar- I'm sorry, I love Marwanola. Or I even honestly, like Michael Cole would have fucking oh, said something. Yeah. Like oh, he that. would have like, drove it home for the next ten years. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the, that's the kind of stuff like that they need to just learn from. That yeah, they, that that's kind of stuff needs I, to be more written and more produced. And I mean, I mean, yeah, there is merit in writing and producing. Like, of course, this well, show has proved a, that it is a TV show. It's a yeah, exactly. It's actually would probably benefit from some writing. Um, but uh, I live sports have that shit. Like yeah, live right? sports have like mo like bullet points and like moments and stuff like that like figured out like these are talking points that need to be driven home yeah like, i i do i will say though i do I, a little spark went off in my head you know when they were going that was just like kenny v nyla like i don't they obviously haven't mentioned if they're gonna do that i don't no, know they, they're not i don't know tony's how spo- very to- against it. tony gone said okay because no. and that would be kind of sick it, it would be the other aspect which is which sucks is that if you put Nyla in an intergender match, it yep. will bring out the shitheads. Yep. It will bring out oh, all the people Oh, you're so right. That is so true. Being, being shitty about a transgender wrestler. Yeah, that know, is being so, yeah. Match. so true. I would much rather see Brett Baker against Joey Janela. That would be that, really weird. That would be really, really fucking weird, but I would, love, I would actually love that. I would also watch that. <laughs> That's oh. a really weird match. <laughs> I would just. I'm fucked up by that thought. First, she was the first signed woman that I thought of. Jesus Christ! And Joey Janela can wrestle anyone, and it seems the same. <laughs> you can wrestle nobody, and it's great. He wrestles the Invisible Man for like 30 minutes. He can Hell do yeah. stunts with Superhuman. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, you guys need to watch the new Five Dollar Wrestling because it's Jeff Hart versus Joey Janela, <laughs> and it's just this guy. And if you saw him, like you're like, there's no way they went 35 fucking minutes. Oh, Part of the Hart family, allegedly. <laughs> According to him, the North Carolina branch, <laughs> sick. Also, it's like Dudleyville. Yeah, um, Jeff Hart. Apparently, like if you saw this guy, you'd be like, "There's no way this guy like isn't like an auto mechanic." Apparently, like, he works like with this company that was then contracted by the Secret Service to like do something with the president, and he was like one of the guys in charge. Hell yeah! yeah. And you'd just be like, "What the fuck?" Um, before I forget, in the in this match, uh, uh, where Rio won. They also, so Britt Baker was also at commentary the whole time. Oh, she yeah. has the best, like, look on her face all the time because it looks like she doesn't give a fuck. She does. And I will say. Is it, she from the South? No, Pittsburgh. I couldn't, mm. I couldn't, okay. I couldn't pick out her accent. It was, I'll say this though. Pittsburgh. It was, it was a yeah. little bit awkward, but not because of her. I feel like the commentary team, like, every it's time. Jim they, Ross. Every time they prompted her a question, she was kind of just like, that's a weird was, way to ask that. He was too that. busy, like, thirst tweeting at. Caitlin at Caitlin and all their female professional wrestlers. I would, Jr. I would Jr. like to hear a show without lately. without Jr. Jr. Bro, I would like to hear Jim because Jim talked way too much. Jim Ross also did this, and he's like, "Oh, I wouldn't call that manhandling. I call it woman handling." It's like I know what you're trying to do, Jim, and I I, I appreciate it, but it, you don't have to like. It feels really performative. <laughs> feels, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like. It makes it seem worse. I mean, dude, like you're like trying to be good, yeah. Because you probably like are thinking like, well, that's not right. Well, because someone probably had to have a, a sit down with him. <laughs> I don't know because she's very female presenting, but at oh. the same time, like Jim Ross comes from the old school from the South, okay, Oklahoma, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you didn't know she was trans, you would think she was a woman. I, I mean, yeah. like. Yeah, I I did not know she was trans, and I was yeah. very I was still excited for her. Like when I was just like, oh, who's this? Like I was just like, who's this woman's wrestler I've yeah, never heard of? She, yeah, yeah, she's very female. That's very like, strange. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, like wow, they're like they they're really cool. Like they're like they're powerful. I'm like this is great. And then like later on, I'm like oh, they're transgender. Cool. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But like Jim Ross, like you said, probably had to have a sit down conversation. Yeah. So I'd be like, look, Jim, 
we know your heart's in the right place, we, but you're an old man. Let's mm-hmm. go, look, Jim, your heart's in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> Another weird thing is they didn't introduce fucking like Switchblade or Jay White, Shag Shaglugug. The guy. Oh, from the, the, the rooftop man? Yeah, rooftop what man. What the fuck are you guys talking from about? Scarbo? <laughs> My fucking boy, Scarbo? <laughs> Is that, that was his real name? Scarbo? Scarbo. Scarbo. The guy who fought like, looked like a shitty action movie. Like, as like, what? <laughs> who are we talking about? When so did they had have? one promo <laughs> on yeah. All Out. And it was this guy that like, was like, like building on, this up to be a big like, deal. Like on a big like parking garage, like on the top floor of it. And like these guys ran at him, like these bad guys. And like he did wrestling moves on them in a street fight. And it's like Scarbo. <laughs> and then like, that's it. I feel like I'm on Salvia again. I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. It was about. on, what was the pay-per-view? All Out. All Out. Yeah. I missed it. Was it was in the middle of All Out. Anyway, uh, next match. Uh, the Elite versus Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. Um... I don't like what they're. Oh, by the way, oh, by the way, oh, by the way, this match is new, no DQ for no reason, no reason. Don't worry about it. Okay, bye. Yeah, no, nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. Oh, fucking WCW ass bullshit that they did. Um, I love Santana and Ortiz. Yeah, their look is sick. I they sell so good. I don't know how I feel about their name being. It's like. Pride and Prejudice or whatever the fuck it's it is. Pride, pa- Pride and Powerful. Yeah, it's really bad. I mentioned that last week and couldn't remember the name because it's so bad. They're like, Mexican, so but it seems real alt-right. Like, they, oh, it's also uh, just a bad name. No, they're, they're Puerto, Puerto Rican. They're Puerto, Puerto Rican. Rican. I'm sorry. Um, um, but it's just, a, it's just a it's just a bad sounding name. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. Wait, when did it? But Wait, what I, it's, I, their I, name on, it's on Twitter. Oh, okay. was it? Pride, Pride and Powerful? Pride and Powerful. Yeah. Prideful and Power. It's bad. Like yeah, I just like calling them. Sh- I just like calling them Santana and Ortiz. I, yeah, I also but really like, like calling them just XLAX. Yeah, XLAX. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's just their thing on Twitter, which it means. Um, like, and then they have like the Statue of Liberty. Like, it's cool. They're proud to be Americans and yeah. they're Puerto Ricans. That's dope. They did some like really fun shit in the ring that was really cool. I, I was really unfamiliar with LAX. Yeah, so, I sorry, it was the uh, name was Wardlow. That's Scarborough. Wardlow. <laughs> Wardlow. I, Wardlow. Again, I was, that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally just searching Scarbo. <laughs> oh, was I? Like, what the fuck is this guy's in my like Scarbo, Scarbo or something weird? What happens when you Google Wardlow. Scarbo? What, what um, it's just random yeah. bullshit. Wardlow. Wardlow. Again, <laughs> where the fuck was he? <laughs> yeah, fighting I, bad guys on a goddamn parking garage. So I liked this match. What match? Uh, the, I so it was to me. I don't. You've never watched TNA. Well, this was TNA. Okay, I liked it. So, it was it was good in the sense. That one I thought was interesting. Right before it started, it was like, and like the ring announcer was like, in the main event with 16 minutes left of television time, which was like, I thought made it feel like a big sport. And I also liked how every competitor that came out had a win loss tie record next mm-hmm. to their name. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. So obviously, so Moxley shows up pretty early on. Yeah. Takes out Kenny in a pretty cool brawl. So they, they stop the match in the ring for a minute. And then we just watch Kenny and John fight. I'm not mad about that at all. That part was cool. I like that Kenny, you know, had a mop. Yeah, Kenny definitely did the cleaner thing to like get that cheap pop for the crowd. Um, and it was good. They go through. They have a death rider through the table, which was cool as shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that's a thing you wouldn't see in WWE. Someone going through a glass table. Yeah, like that felt really like was the glass window that was gimmicked, right? Oh, that's what gimmicked too. That it was gimmicked, but it also did not uh, work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was cool. Anyway, it looked great. 
Um, then they cut back to the ring eventually. Yeah, like, that's my thing. Is like, I didn't... Maybe it's because I was done watching wrestling for the day in my brain, but it was just like, I didn't get a match out of that. Well, and it was... It was clo- I Something tells me that something ran long in the show, and they were kind of tying up loose ends pretty quick at the end there. But... That being said, the whole thing uh, dissolved into a big brawl where everyone came out. Everyone got some TV time. It went off the air in a chaotic fashion. Oh, is that what I missed? Did I miss what I was about to complain about? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Um, uh, Jude, they won. Jericho's team won with the Judas. Effect. I do like that because the Bucks finally lost. Well, and it made sense to have three on two after Kenny got taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that just makes people look like gigs if they lose. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And then you put over your champion as the, the main guy, which should happen. Yeah. I just don't want people to keep criticizing them for putting themselves over. The, it's going to happen regardless because yeah. Yeah. Th- this is all leading to them putting themselves over. <laughs> which yeah. they should, though. I mean, we, I, they are the pl- best tag team in the division. People Easy. complain about it, but oh. everybody fucking wants it. Before, yeah. before, before you get full Brady over here, <laughs> it's just what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm oh, just, no, I'm not saying bad way. I'm saying we want to see them go over. But then people are going to get all pissed when they're putting themselves over because it's their company. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a fucking double. I mean, it's going to be the one that should be going over don't. is Cody, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I mean, but also I I feel like they're getting him going over out of the way. Yeah, because he's going to be the first challenger, and then he's going to lose, and, and that's it. And Kenny's been losing a lot too. So yeah, no, it's one of those Kenny. Never, you don't really worry about him. Cody's the one that I feel that's a little always side eyed because of just. Of everything's like, uh, you're def- how Triple H he is. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so then, big schmoz happens after they start fighting. Sammy Guevara comes down to help beat him up for whatever reason. Cody's in there trying Good to help, way. and then and they got a big, big, then Dustin, big signing. Then Dustin Rhodes comes in, and I that love sick. his fucking power slam he does because he does yeah. that so quick. His he, his Co- punches look so cool because they look so old school. They're so working and punch. Also, I love it, Cody. I. Cody did a power slam in his match that looked like dog shit, and it just made me like remember how good Goldust is in comparison. And so that power yeah, slam was yeah. sick. And then here comes the big fucking reveal. God, and I and I knew this going in, and I forgot about it. I heard people talking about it. Yeah, Jake Hager comes in. Fucking Brent. FK or form FKA, formerly known as Jack, Jack Swagger. Swagger, and Jake Strong on Lucha Underground. God, he has bad names. So that was the big reveal, and people were were like cheering, and I feel people they were, were like, yelling, "We the people!" But that's just because they were hyped. People were, were hyped. There. It's the first show, as well as like anybody, especially to that crowd that comes from quote unquote Vince, like they're gonna get over as a big pop. It was like that in WCW. It was like that in TNA. You come from there. Oh, you get that big. Like, oh, you're not with the machine anymore. You're with us. Yeah. It's like, just he like, hasn't been for a while. And it's so. like, is this dude a draw? No. No, he's like, an anti-draw. Yeah. Also, yeah. he wasn't wearing a puffy shirt, so AEW's already fucking stupid and <laughs> done. He, he should have been wearing, wearing a puffy a shirt. Big, white, puffy shirt. And That's... standing in front of a train store so with a I, mullet. I've since learned... That he as a person is not uh, someone I gel with, but I was he pretty. A, he looked good. I not knowing that going into it, I was like, it felt big. It felt big. He looks fucking it, jacked. It felt big because the crowd reacted big. Yeah. yeah. But any any wrestling fan that knows Jack Swagger's like, oh, why'd they sign him? Yeah. And they need to be careful with these guys because you already have Ty Dillinger and he has history with Cody. Sure. They're friends. He helped break him into the business. Um, 
it's okay. He's a really good worker who never really got his due. Jack Swagger's a former world champion. He sucked. Mm-hmm. Money he, in the bank went most underwhelming money in the bank cash in. Most, uh, un, yeah, besides um, Damien Sandow's. And, um, and successful then one. Everything else from there just was like in his career in WWE, he was like one of the biggest underachievers because he has size. He was has a legit background. And so you have this guy that got carried by Cesaro in a tag team now being like laying out and who essentially WWE didn't give a fuck that they were losing. They're like, cool, no. go do whatever the, only the fuck reason, you want. The only reason they like made him stay through the end of his contract is because he announced that he was doing another show before he was allowed to. Yeah. And, and so they're like, they're like, no, fuck you. You're like, not. No, like you're that. not. And then so it's just like you see these top guys who should like who the company's like essentially being built around Kenny, the Bucks. Cody getting laid out by Jack Swagger. Yeah. A, a guy who I mean, he used to lose book. to Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's fair. I mean, I was trying to think of so many comparisons, but he fucking looks like a dude who's like... Loves like Richard Spencer. Yeah, I was going to say he looks like a dude who has the politics he actually has. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. like, he would corner you in the party and like punish you about craft beers. Like, he just has like this... This very specific look. He look. I don't know why. He looks but like a guy on his, a CW show. He would the the twist would be, oh, he's actually gay. But then he beats up the dude that like he because just he's hiding from his own. Feelings. Actually, that's from Thirteen Reasons Why. But fuck that show <laughs> even more. Um, that show was fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really he looks. Speaking like, of stupid shows on Netflix, we were jumping in. You guys see that one uh, called the Tall Girl that movie? Tall Girl. <laughs> Tall Girl. Yeah. Is it like Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman kind of thing? No, it was just I like wish. it was like trying to be a very progressive show, being oh. like. Like, oh, like, she gets made fun of because she's tall. But, like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I had a co-worker who was yeah. a friend of mine that I called tall girl. I mean, that's the, I don't want to, you know, I mean, I feel like that's technically maybe body shaming. I don't know. But, but. I don't think worth making a TV show about. No, it was it was just real, it was like they're trying really hard yeah. to be like very positive. Like, no, we can't body shame this. But like. And like tall and, people aren't the ones getting it. Yeah, like <laughs> you say she's not, like not, six not two. Bad. Like that's cool. Yeah. Like you don't consume a lot of media. Don't waste your time watching movies. Watch that. Like that. Watch. I think you should leave. No, I I didn't. I just saw oh, I, I when I go to Netflix, oh, okay. it like started playing the yeah. Yeah. the preview, and then me and Jenna just couldn't stop okay. watching the preview because like why the fuck is this a thing? Okay. Anyway, Jack, back to Jack, Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger is Brock Lesnar light. Yeah, but he's he's cool. more handsome. I will give him that. He's just. Have you guys seen Brock with a beard? And <laughs> I like. I prefer it. Um, it it was good. I'll go back to what I was saying. Like the, I what I liked about it as a presentation was that it, it felt like a debut show. It felt like a debut show, mm-hmm. and it, it it had a different feel than a WWE show. And I think it's because it's not as polished. And I yeah. like that. Um, if they kept kept <clears throat> Jake Hager basically being Jericho's heavy and not like wrestling all that much and like really leaning in that this is a guy that he's that a fi- he's, he's a, a fighter he's a bellator fighter yeah, like who's a coming in to just fight people and not like pushing him as a wrestler but pushing him as like the muscle and stuff like that i would i'd be down for that if he would have come him. in after the mjf stuff and then just beat the shit out of brandon cutler even more and like put him in an ankle lock or whatever or put him like in a knee bar like that'd have been great. Put him in. It's like here's a guy that you guys kind of know. Here's a we got a good pop, mm-hmm. and he's coming in at this level. Yeah. But he should not be in the main event and, scene. No. And the thing that's kind of scary about it is they have a big leftist following, and this one guy could ruin that for them. Uh, they have plenty of people on the roster that could argue. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but yeah, but I know what you mean. Cody, don't look Cody into used those to, people. Cody used to defend Trump a lot on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, okay. like 
Jake, it's, I thought that was just in his, character. His, no. no, that was from his uh, his uh, secret account. Oh, shit. Um, his um, he's also like, friends with Ziggler. Yeah, Jack oh, Swagger. Okay. No, Jack Swagger's like politics and shit like that is not worse than plenty of all this shit that's already okay. on there. Cool. Um, like it's still bad. He's yeah. not worse than all the. That's good to know. Yeah, like I mean, it, the young bucks. Prompt. I mean, they're little Christian boys. Yeah. So they're, they they're definitely all, didn't like Prop Eight. Yeah, they're, they're like they're learning and shit, but like that's it's not the it, it won't derail it um for the leftist following that we all um like you it's know a, it's a bubble that we're like in that. it's a bubble that we're in it's still such a fraction oh no of, i know it's not gonna hurt the company it, at it, all it won't but like, these are people who are very excited about it well and it's influential i mean people this bubble that we're in is is pretty vocal about I mean, stuff. And still, it, it is a company run by an nfl team owning yep. billionaire family yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah, yeah. and that's aggressive foundation and i mean AEW, are you saying that the nfl is not progressive oh uh, imagine that big surprise <laughs> i in aew is for everyone guys well i i don't think they're being i don't think that is all lives matter is what that means um, i hope not i well, i don't feel like they're being disingenuous when they say that i think they want to present a wrestling show that appeals to people who feel left out from wwe yeah. because they're sick of the product and i think they're genuine about that i think they could quickly get eaten by their own hype mm-hmm. they could quickly just fuck up i that's why i think the longer that they lose the better for them in the beginning but it i don't know it's it's a it, i had a very good first impression of it with that show mm-hmm. i did i did too i, I did I make, overall of the first episode yeah it, it was such a bad first impression for me to see that main <laughs> yeah that main event and yeah. the aftermath first because yeah. it just reeked of the worst of the NWO to me. Like, and it just reeked of NWO to me. It reeked of WCW. Maybe that's why it hit me right in my childhood. I, know, <laughs> yeah, I think it did. It, yeah. Like, it felt so but much like, like WCW. So, it's on, was, wasn't WCW on TNT? Yeah, yes. that's part of it too. Before it, you get into your real, whatever real you have to say, mm-hmm. I want to tell <laughs> my biggest criticism. I watched two hours of TV. There are five people on the AEW roster that I care about. They are Chuck, Trent, Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela, and Orange Cassidy. I didn't see one of them. Yeah. That made me it sure. made me upset. But that, I know that they're not top-level guys. I know they will show up. Yeah, that that yeah. felt a little weird to me how how top-heavy this first show was. And I yeah. understand I understand why entirely. Yeah. I still just don't but, feel like I have a feeling of what their weekly show is going to look like because this still felt kind of like it, just a bad pay per view, yeah. Kinda, yeah. Which, yeah, like again, kind of gave me those WCW vibes. Yeah, so, like, I, just, I want to see them get into a rhythm and feel like what their actual show is going to feel. I like. just want Joe Janelle on the whole show. I want him to narrate the whole show next yeah, week. I just watched a two-hour shoot interview of him. And I love him. So. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's <laughs> very. Can you send me that? Yeah, it's on high spots. I'll send to my login. I got Brady's already. Uh, he his stopped, and now it's under me. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. sick. If you could send that to the group, that'd be great. <laughs> um, I, I would, I would, but you think Carmella's good in the ring, and so <laughs> I get it. I'll get my own subscription. <laughs> I'll send it to the group. <laughs> uh, um, I, Two hour Carmella shooting. So I feel that spots. too, though. I, I would honestly yeah, so, love that because she would shit talk Cass. Um, they already did on Total True. Divas. Sick, hell oh, yeah. yeah. The, like half the thing was just talking how like sh- her shitty her last boyfriend. <laughs> Oh my Man, God. I need to watch Deves. No, no, it's awful. Ronda's on it now. Never mind. It, it's really weird. Um, anyway, Isai, talk okay. about AEW. So here's my. This is my big criticism, and it's going to be multiple things. And then I'll then I'm going to jump into my NXT criticisms too, because I have some pretty big ones on both of them. 
I enjoyed both shows immensely. I thought both of them knocked it out of the park with Would what they were doing. It, it's it's still the best wrestling television. Oh, Wednesday was fucking... I loved every moment yep, that yeah. I was doing. Both two hours I, I watched w- way over anything else. I watched as a fan, and I loved it. And then I'm like, okay, smart cat on. What was what would I change? What, what would I do different? What didn't I like as this fucker that I am now? Because I, I sat back and just watched like I was a fucking, I was flipping channels, I had two TVs going. Yeah. This was fucking like 12-year-old me just like loving the NWO, but also wanted to see DX. Yeah. And just like suck it for life. Um, AEW, to me, suffered from a couple things. Number one, it felt very disjointed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have essentially four EVPs and then Tony Khan kind of making decisions as well as apparently Brandy has a pretty good say in the women's division. It feels like there is that many cooks in the kitchen. Um, they pride themselves on like there's not going to be writers about producing everything. Somebody needs to rein something in. I think that's the best point. I and, do think that, and like not necessarily you don't have to script everything. Help rein some shit in because Jimmy Jacobs, who used to be a writer for WWE, you don't hire him. Who's writing for Impact mm-hmm. oh, now? Okay. Um, he said. There's a reason as to why there's a lot of people who get scripted promos, because if you heard them ever do one that's not scripted, you'd be like, oh, shit, they need to be scripted. They I, need this. I don't want to hear Roman do an unscripted promo. I, I do, because his he's very I, charismatic he's, okay. when he's not. He's better at being unscripted. Oh, okay. Um, and so you don't have to script word for word, but, I mean, rein some stuff in. Rain, like Figure out finishes. Figure out like well, the stories you're trying to tell as a whole narrative, as a show, not as these singular things, because yeah. everything feels like singular things. Mm-hmm. Everything feels like this happened, cut. This happened, cut. It feels disjointed. And um, my other criticism about this, and it's a little bit more from hype that they did, they built up themselves. And I feel maybe it was so unattainable that you can't fucking reach this, but they built it up so well. It's like, this is going to be so different. It's going to have this different presentation. There's not going to be fuck finishes. This is for the fans. This is for this. There's, we're just going to go full on what you want. They did every single one of those little WWE things, yep. TNA things. They did dick shots. They did run-ins. They were like, oh, this is now just a no DQ match. They didn't deliver on a, yeah, yeah. On a main event that they advertised. Um, and so to me, I'm like, uh, that's a little bit like WWE. And second... Like that uh, goes along with that is that they were like this is going to be revolutions to be like nothing you've seen before. It felt like a wrestling show. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was like really we've seen fucking before. good wrestling show. Yeah, there was nothing different about it. It, it felt like wrestling. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I love pro wrestling, so that is fine. That's true, but they might have painted a picture that they, they really couldn't deliver. On. Yeah, and so to me, because how how I mean how do, do you do it differently? You don't. There's there's a book that's been written by Vince McMahon that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. it. There's a reason as to why there's certain things that happen and the reason why they're going to do these things, because that's what works. Mm-hmm. They just paint like this is going to be revolutionary. It just felt like, oh, this is a new wrestling promotion. They're doing wrestling. Yeah. Just different people, different voices. And it feels like even the stuff that they could do differently easily, they still didn't do differently. And with no. with going on to that is um, if you're looking in the eyes of somebody that um, – is just flipping channels and like legitimately just like, oh, I heard there's wrestling. I used to like this as a kid. You go to that and you see Jack Swagger come out and like, oh, this guy was a jobber. They didn't put their best foot forward really showcasing what brought them to the dance right now. Yeah. Because if it was 
me booking, I put on the first match of Kenny Omega versus like Mox, like just to start off, or Kenny Omega mm. versus Pack in a rematch. Started off with fucking action, like you know what, you're not gonna get this anywhere else. Or even fucking Kenny versus Sammy. Yeah, Kenny like, versus Sammy. Like, you put like this is one of our top guys. You haven't seen him in this country do this kind of shit before. Here he is. This is one of our top guys. Make make people who aren't into being the who aren't into mm-hmm. wrestling already make them care about these people mm-hmm. because they're playing to us. They're playing to hardcore fans. There's fourteen thousand of quote unquote us. In that building, mm-hmm. yeah. Anything that they do, they knew. And apparently, one point four million on yeah. TV. Like, oh, we'll we'll see how that yeah and continues on. I, I think that's a really good point. To, to me, the show felt like watching a toddler figure out how to walk. Well, and I it, mean, and that's expected, but, of course. But that's I, why I'm as as it's I am good to being, be critical, though. As I am being critical, but, I don't want to be. I don't want to say that. Oh man, they suck. Sure, sure. It's growing, but pains. what I'm excited to see Where's Boner? is I'm excited to see how yeah. they respond. Right, I'm excited to see how they respond to criticism to the fans, to the people being like, "This, you're giving us a show for us." Then listen to us when we say we want these things, and like people are going to be uh, vocal about it. Their their main fans are blinded. They like well, but they all have to listen so to a bigger. Anyone voice. who owns an AEW shirt. Is like you in the beginning of the podcast as you were joking. You're like, now let's talk about the good show. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was like, half joking. <laughs> yeah, but it, that's the thing. It's like people are legit about that. Brady is somebody that is like that. Sure. Is he Be- really? A, a bit, because also he was a WCW kid just but like you. He can't so watch w- that show and see what was bad about WWE it. has always been the enemy. Yeah. And so people get these blinders and they get these um, kind of like cool blinders on like, was know your enemy their theme during that no oh, okay. but that they get these bl- like people get these blinders on saying like wwe is the the thing that we have to hate it's the mainstream wrestling we like this this is what we have to like mm-hmm. no matter what and so that's that, a, a lot of what you get into then there's the other side where they blindly will just love everything wwe Sh- does sure yeah i'll get into my nxt criticism right here that was the safest Yep. takeover show mm. i have ever no, seen it was a takeover and that was take, that's also my criticism it was takeover it. light yeah yeah so it was takeover in the sense they let them go out there and have takeover matches nothing coming out of that matters yeah that because that wasn't they, what that wasn't what nxt weekly looks like it kind of from this last couple weeks it is yeah. What it but what it is is that they didn't change anything that they were going to be doing. It's like, okay, cool. So just go out there and instead of like a 10-minute match, go have a 30-minute match. <laughs> and they went and killed it cuz those two are unbelievable performers in Cole and Riddle. But at the end of the day, they have TV and probably pay-per-view written until war games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're not deviating from this. We're going to pretend maybe, hey, maybe this will happen, maybe this will happen. Nothing changed coming yeah, yeah. out of that. No. Yeah, like they, they just instead now like okay, cool. We'll have Dunn and Damian Priest here. We're gonna write that in. Um, Imperium and Kushida. Cool. We're gonna write that in, and now we get cruiser rates on our yeah, show they've, too. They've known that Finn was gonna be coming back since he left. Like they've known that this was his destination. Like Damn. obviously, like yeah. obviously, like like they wouldn't have just done that. I'm sure that Finn had, at, talked to Hunter a while ago. Like Hunter's talks about saying like. 
there are quite a few main roster people who have asked me about coming back to, it's true. N- to NXT. It's true. Oh, so do you think that was I'm, on that was on Finn wanting to go back? I, I'm sure it was. I'm sure that Finn oh, is like, I want to go have another run. He was fucking idling in main roster. Even yeah, as, yeah. Even as Intercontinental Champion, yeah. you disappeared off TV for almost Shinsuke a month. Shinsuke should go back, but Shinsuke's happy, oh, so that's fine. fine. Now, but this is the best thing for Finn. And that's, so, a good, that's a good point. And yeah. so it felt so safe. Yeah, well, and definitely. It, and it there's some things that they need to do on TV that while I get they're not going to move from full sale, it's a good spot. It's good to actually do that. You have a, a fan base that is so connected with these performers, even the low-level performers, mm-hmm. that you're not going to get these reactions everywhere if you're taking on tour. You're going to lose money. Yep. Don't do it. Don't even fucking think about it. Change the look. Yep. Make it pop. Make the I like the darkened yeah. arena stuff. I, I like ch- that too. Even change the canvas. Make that... Make it a standard white canvas. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. change the stage around a little bit, like how it was during the Cruiserweight Classic, where it was kind of on the side and you had like some other colors in there. Because right now it just feels very dark. It feels like something isn't popping out. And they also it need. Feels underground. And that's kind of like the thing I know he's going for, mm-hmm. as well as they, they need to then just let these guys really unleash. Mm-hmm. Like, just let. Matt Riddle and Adam Cole do what they did, but do that weekly. Yeah, you can't Let sustain that Candace as much. Bleed, but like be the true alternative that you are saying yeah. that you are, which they have been. When but, it comes to professional wrestling, it's much better. NXT and much more entertaining. NXT's roster. NXT, I'm talking about main roster WWE. Oh yeah. To be clear. So NXT's roster, NXT's main event scene is second only to New Japan's main event scene. Yep. Yep. In terms of wrestling, in terms of the presentation, everything. Mm-hmm. They, but they also then have a they women's need, division. Yeah. Like, and then yeah. they all, and their yeah. women's division, again, I think that's the best women's division in wrestling mm-hmm. yeah. is theirs. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean. You have like Tegan Knox coming back, Dakota Kai's back. You have Candice. I will bleed and die for uh, her. <laughs> you have Shayna Baszler. Even like the horsewomen are, are good at what they do. Well, and I mean, and Bianca Belair is, is going to be. Sorry to die on this hill, but fucking Io Shirai. Yeah, you have Io Shirai. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You have Bianca Belair, who's gonna like if once she gets everything clicking, she's gonna be really, really good. Yep. She's already getting there, but like you need to turn that into instead of a cult again skewing towards us. Like just open that up, open the fucking floodgates. Yeah. If you're gonna fucking say you're going like all in, go all in. Well, yeah, because it's like that's what draws. That's what makes big diehard fans is like risk and balls and putting it in there of like, uh, we're going to go at this and deliver on what we're promising. So I, I, I hope so too. Uh, it does feel like there's probably, I bet there's going to be a pretty good month or two of feeling out process uh, between the two. Uh, I'm excited to see what AEW does to get on the ground. And I think yeah. that's almost where they have the advantage is because they don't have uh, a template that we're comparing it to for them. At yeah. Least. Like, NXT is very formulaic. The formula works. The formula is good. I like the formula. I, yeah. AEW is, they're little babies. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people in charge besides, well, what? Even Tony Khan is our age, right? Yeah, a little, older, a little but older, but yeah. He's older, but, but like he, he lived through ECW. <laughs> yeah. But like, um, the people in charge at and AEW are like the oldest is like Cody, who's like no, it's Kenny. Kenny, Kenny's who's like thirty six. Yeah, like they're young. They don't know shit. <laughs> like they're smart when it comes to wrestling matches, but when it comes to the full picture, 
they Plus have TV a TV production and everything. They have yeah. a vision, but it's hard to execute that vision. Yeah. yeah. And it's gonna take time. And I'm excited to see it. Yeah. And that's, that's why I'm excited for their show. The as biggest well. their their biggest hurdle is themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I said this about Vince McMahon to Jenna the other day in talking about just wrestling in general. And I think the WWE's biggest detriment. And also one of the things as to why they've been so successful is Vince McMahon is the final say. He mm-hmm. is the stop. Mm-hmm. If he says it goes, it fucking goes. If he says it doesn't go, it doesn't matter how good 99% of everybody else thinks it is, it doesn't go. And sometimes it works great, and sometimes it's a shit show. AEW mm-hmm. needs a person that is the final go-through. Somebody to be like... This isn't going to go, and this isn't. So everything starts feeling together. Because right yeah. now they have or, like or at, six of them. Or at least yeah. like a collaborative effort, not a bunch of compromising. But even but a collaborative they're, effort, they're you're going to end up with that. Yeah, you're that's never true. Going, they're all such good friends and in this together so much, none of them are going to want to say no to each other. That's even. true. The librarians did get through. so It's going like, to have to be on Tony. <laughs> and that is a Young Bucks thing, because Peter Avalon's another SoCal guy. Mm. Like... They're not going to want to say no to each other. Especially when it's Even like... Even if it's five versus one, none of them are going to want to speak up and say that they're yeah, a no. That yeah, makes sense. Because like, it's to say like the Bucks are writing something for themselves. Cody's not going to be like, well, no. Be, but they're like, well, you're just saying no because it's us. What about your fucking thing? You came out the fucking hammer. Then it's just like... Yeah. Even though they were not going to probably go about it like that, that's but the kind of... That's why they say don't go into business with your friends. Yep. It's like I said, like one of those things where like even now like with... with with NXT, Triple H is the guy. Yeah. He has his buddies and the people he trusts. Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels. Um, he has Terry Taylor, who is somebody that helped him in WCW. He has Road Dog, And then he has uh, fucking uh, Matt Bloom. He has these guys. Like, these are my guys. This is my team. And they go over everything. But at the end of the day, the decision maker is Triple H. Mm-hmm. And, like, they yeah. need that person to filter everything through to make this a cohesive show. Mm-hmm. NXT has a writer. They have one writer that works with Triple H. Mm. They need that. They AEW needs that little stuff. I think they're going to do really well. I think both shows are going to hover probably around 800,000 to about 1.2 million going forward. They did 1.4, which is awesome. Way better than I thought they were going to do. Mm. NXT did almost 991, mm. which is still a good number for a show that's essentially quote-unquote developmental for so many years. Yeah. But yeah. well, the thing about the AEW thing is like, did they do like to me? It's like looking at that show. Did they do enough to to keep 1.4 million coming back? For I one? think a lot of that number came from it being their debut. So next week, I think will be the real teller. There was kind a of the, shit the, ton the, of promotion. Too. And like, yeah. I think six months from now is going to be the real teller. Sure, sure, yeah. And like, I mean, there are a lot of people who are like us who want an alternative to WWE. Like, there are a lot of people who are all in there, like, there's a lot of people that are that it's, it's a weird it, type of fan at the end of the day there's mm-hmm. also so many in the wwe bubble mm-hmm. well and like i'm on a couple facebook groups and like you can see that like almost not infighting but like the subtle like like they're the aew people and the wwe people and i kind of hate them both oh, yeah because yeah. like when you get too far into one it's like the fandom is annoying to like, kind of turn you off from one of the other. Like, yeah, like I talk shit on WWE constantly, but NXT is my favorite wrestling product yeah. right now. Well, it still is right now. If I had to make a choice right now, like if I could only watch one, like I had to gamble like 
how these two shows are. Somebody's gonna, gonna shoot your face. I'm gonna with a gun. I'm gonna, gonna pick. It. I'm gonna pick NXT twice. Like yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I hope AEW like improves and gets better. But like right now, based on that first show, they didn't give me enough to say like, don't watch NXT yeah. over. This. And yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for AEW. Same. Like, like I'm gonna I'm, keep watching. I I'm was going bummed out for days that I didn't get all out tickets. Yeah. yeah. For multiple days, I was just sad. Yeah. And I went, I flew out to All In. We fucking went to Double or Nothing. Yeah. Like, th- these are things that, like, I I went to fucking PWG because I really wanted to watch the uh, Bucks. RIP, the, the, uh, the American Legion Hall. It's getting torn down. I have done, <sighs> I have I'm still going to try I have championed the Bucks for so long. I had, like, a fucking throwback tweet, like, uh, from, like, four years ago. It's like, if you don't think the Young Bucks are the best tag team in the world, you're wrong. <laughs> it's like, I've championed these guys. For a long time, Kenny Omega has been my favorite wrestler for like since like his 2016 run, where he really started to turn it on and become that main event guy. And I want them to do so well. Yeah, and I am critical of it because of the hype and the hyperbole they put. Like this is gonna be the best thing since fucking. But that's wrestling. Since it is. That's two. another thing. <laughs> exactly. It's like that's wrestling. The thing. Well, of, and it's up to us to keep hold them accountable to their promises. So the the thing about wrestling is it is promotion. But there's certain things that deliver. And NXT's like, we're going to fucking deliver the best show on a weekend for um, like a pay-per-view weekend. They fucking do every time. It's like, and you're promising these things and saying, we're going to be so different. We're going to be the alternative and fucking do it. It's and NXT I, is a weird thing because it's like, they're almost in competition with WWE, but while knowing that they're never going to surpass them. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll see. The biggest, the biggest thing though, like I like with both of them, at the end of the day, is that we get fucking four hours. That's on the Wednesday thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, awesome wrestling. It's for real. Giving, go go ahead. Oh, it's a spoil of riches. It's that yeah. thing of like we have. If we zoom out, which I mean, we're doing this podcast. Obviously, we're gonna dive in to be critical about these things. But yeah, if yeah. we zoom out, it's just a bunch of fucking good wrestling. Well, yeah. and they're giving people, they're giving fucking Marco Stunt a chance and a paycheck. They're giving Marco Stunt a paycheck, a dude who was nobody six months ago, about a yearish, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, fair. They're giving Joe Janela is getting a paycheck, and I mean, he I'm, would he would have been signed by WWE. What he, what would he do in WWE? He'd be on NXT. Like he would have been signed. They, they just his just so I, I don't, before, I've never seen him watch wrestle a normal match. He's so. actually pretty decent. Okay. Um, he would have been signed. Darby Allen was already well on his way. Oh yeah, his evolve like connection and everything. Yeah. Um, Wardlow though, man, <laughs> fucking Wardlow. Wardlow. Jimmy Jimmy Havoc was fine. He was. He actually even did a WWE show. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. He like. He eventually would have made his way to NXT UK. But, like, the best friends who were getting some hype in New Japan. Trent was getting a singles run there. Trent had already been signed to WWE. Yeah. But, like, Orange Cassidy wasn't going to make money anywhere. Yeah. You know, he was uh, one of the trainers of the Chikara Wrestle Factory. That's about it. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a good wrestler, but he would have had to completely change his gimmick. People love his gimmick. Like, they're giving these people... They're, I mean, I know about, I know, I care about, I listened to a podcast with Luchasaurus the other day. I care also about signed. that guy now. He's great. Oh, he's great. 
Um, Jungle Boy. Hell yeah. yeah that guy would have been signed too. Oh yeah. He was in a heartbeat. Yeah. But it's just like, they're giving these people chances. Oh yeah. No, like, like everything that's happening is great. And I, I love the fact that they are doing this and it's like for wrestlers themselves. And like these guys who like, let's say Christopher Daniels, who is almost 50 years old and he's really like getting this chance to like help it like with his like knowledge of wrestling and go out there and help out like get like a Scorpio sky even more over which they were doing in ring of honor. But now this is another fucking level. Yeah. Um, this, this is awesome for wrestling. I'm so excited for wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I watched yesterday as a fan, not trying to be critical. I made, I went back through everything. I'm like, okay, time to put my smart cat on. But at the end of the day, the wrestling fan of me is just stoked for wrestling. Yeah. I'll, I want to be critical on both of them. Cause it's, yeah. it's, it's only fair, especially because we break down things. Yeah. And we're so hypercritical on WWE, like main roster shit. Yeah. That like if yeah, NXT it, does something stupid, I want to call it out. Oh, of course. If AEW does something stupid, I want to call it yeah. out. Yeah. Like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, we, we, nothing oh. really sucked. I just, there's, there's areas of yeah, opportunity. Yeah, the librarians yeah. weren't there, like, so nothing we, sucked. We talked, like, when fucking all of a sudden Conan Reeves was getting pushed for, like, a minute. And oh, NXT, yeah. We called that shit out. Like, <sighs> I mean, it. we talked shit on Velveteen for a minute until he proved himself. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I mean, we do a very good job of being fair. And yeah. that's like, I don't want to be blinded. Like, that's why I was so surprised when I was like, I have something bad to say about Io Shirai yeah. today. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I, I want to like, and I'm, I, it makes me happy that I'm not blinded by anything. And I, that's like, I want to make sure and be like, here's my criticisms of this. And yeah. here's my criticism of this. Yeah. They're two different, well, two okay. different areas that I feel that they need to work so, on. So that being said, uh, week one of the Wednesday night wars, mm-hmm. who won? Wrestling show wise, NXT I thought was the better show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I mean the ratings proved that wrong, but mm-hmm. like it but didn't again, first it, week. It didn't. Uh, yeah. It didn't prove that wrestling show wise was the better show. I mean, in our hearts, it was a, the more hyped in our, in show. Our hearts. Was was AEW, and it should be. Mm-hmm. It was their first debut show. Yeah, NXT. NXT's been going on for years. NXT was never meant to beat them. Sure, yeah. I and, NXT. NXT well, is take, meant to keep. 900,000 people away from them. Yeah. Mm. And they... And it worked. They put out a statement congratulating them and beating them. I love... Is that a WWE... Is that like a Monday Night Wars thing? At no, all? It's, no. It's a very funny... With a little bit of pettiness into it. Because oh, okay. at the end of it, it was like, congratulations on launching your show. Blah, blah, blah. It was a great debut. And, you know, we, we have our show two Wednesday nights and be fun for the real winners, which is the fans. And it's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. remember- did Triple H write that? Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm at at the end of the day, they were put on there to not beat them, but to take a sizable chunk of people who may have went and watched it. I mean, and it worked. I watched it first. I watched. It, I if, watched them both. So I mean, um, I did watch them both like right after each other. But I did watch. I mean, they didn't get my numbers because I had to stream it illegally. But I watched it first because that's what I care about more. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, I'm going to look at the match card each week and that's how I'm going to decide that, that that's how I'm deciding what's going to get like my cable box and what's going to get the stream. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, um, I don't know. It's just both. It's both great. 
Like yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. For I had Wednesday some nights. big criticisms for for both shows, but I just I'm fucking stoked because I yeah. love wrestling, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited to see where everything's gonna go. I feel that AEW is going to grow from this, and they're gonna take some of these criticisms that people have had and be like, okay, well, how can we get better? That's what, hope, that's what we'll tell. I mean, that's I time hope we'll tell. that I hope that they understand what was wrong. I hope that they can look at it like that and just be like, because they're also fans, right? They are, but also like they, they have, especially they all have a bit of egos, but you have to have in a business such as that. Yeah. And so I just hope that they can present a product like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, This is our longest episode. What is it? It's like we're at almost two and a half hours. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. What? What happened? It is 10 o'clock. I thought we started at like 8. So, no, okay. <laughs> well, uh, SmackDown's tomorrow, so we'll see. The the biggest readings that matter yeah. are tomorrow. Yeah, yeah SmackDown. I'm excited. I'm very excited for tomorrow. Um, do you think they beat Raw? Raw did 2.5. Yeah. I bet so. I bet they're going to do like three and a half, maybe well, four. You can watch it on any TV. Network I'm TV be, and The Rock's going to be there. I'm going to be in Portland and I'm going to probably try to throw it on a TV somewhere yeah, so man. I can watch it because I'm not going to be able to. It, uh, you got network television, which everybody has, and you have The Rock. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you have Stone Cold. Yeah. Tomorrow, Ronaldo. And <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we talked a lot. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Uh, this thanks. is the first time I really got to like, I really break down a lot of this. So it was yeah. really nice for me. Yeah. Very um, therapeutic. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy Rusev Day. Yeah. yeah. Happy Rusev, Rusev Day. Day you know back. what? Rusev Day is. Worst, worst Rusev Day ever. Rusev is fucking <laughs> hot. Everyone, be um, nice to Rusev. Happy this week. Lana Day. And happy Cuck yeah, Day. Yeah. Happy Lashley Day. I don't know. It's um, all Lashley. <laughs> Russell Boys 316 says Beto O'Rourke is a clown, but he's fucking hot. Hey.